Good morning. Yeah, it's me, Glenn Clark Radio. Hi, hi. How we doing? Would you rather Wednesday edition of the program? I am told that Drew Forrester is coming by. Real shame that he's not here. Real shame if uh, something happened and he just uh, couldn't make it. That would just be a real, real bummer if that were the case. Coming up later on in the morning, Rocky Boyman, our old friend from WLW out in Cincinnati, former NFL linebacker. We will check in with him to preview the Bengals. Also a little bit later on this morning, catch up with my buddy Gary Stewart. He just became Stevenson Basketball's all-time winningest coach. They get their, got their season underway, and um, they will play their first home game on Friday night. So we will talk to him about that and stuff and things coming up during the course of the morning. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Superbook. Use that code, GlennClark23, when you sign up at Superbook.com or download the Superbook app, and you will receive up to $250 in a same-day first bet match, win or lose. The number has gone back to four for the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow night against the Bengals. Injury report has not been pleasant Although Marlon Humphrey keeps, like, tweeting out the types of things that make you think that he wants you to believe, at least, that he is playing tomorrow night. I don't know what to make of that. I I can't tell you. This is a very difficult week to decipher anything related to the injury report. John Harbaugh was also not really willing to... A lot of times when, like, he just knows that somebody's going to be okay, he'll at least say something like, yeah, those things aren't serious. They're barely able to, like, practice practice in a week like this when they're getting ready for a Thursday night game. So it's very difficult for us. We'll get a final injury report today, and we'll see what's going on there, like John Simpson suddenly showing up on the injury report. Seems like it would not be great to be missing the entire left side of your offensive line. Presumably, if Morgan Moses is back, Patrick McCary can swing over and play left tackle, but... I, I guess Falele maybe gets into the mix in that scenario. We uh, And it looks like Trey Hendrickson might be playing now. Yeah, he's going to apparently try to play. Maybe it's the same thing as Marlon Humphrey. It's just like, you know, I don't posture know. here. I, I don't I don't know. Thursday night game is very difficult to deal with, and that's what makes them so difficult to deal with from a betting standpoint. So if you're feeling a way about it, like if you just feel like, man, if Griffin's right about these primetime unders, and that means the game's probably going to be close, right? If it's under, it's probably a close game. Then maybe you say to yourself, it's time to jump on that plus four for the Bengals. Do it at Superbook. Get up to two hundred fifty dollars in a same day first bet match, win or lose. Um, congratulations, obviously, to Brandon Hyde. The internet was badly wrong. Badly wrong. You got 27 of 30 first place votes. As I said yesterday, it would have been, I would have been wasting breath because manager of the year is not that significant. It's not. I laid it all out for you yesterday. If you missed it, we measure managers by championships. We don't measure managers by manager of the year. It's an award that only started 40 years ago. So a lot of the greatest managers of all time, including Earl Weaver, never won a manager of the year award. You don't know how many times someone has won manager of the year. We don't measure managers by this award. So it would not have been significant. It just would have been stupid. It would have made no sense. If you included the postseason in manager of the year, you probably would have just given manager of the year to the manager that won the World Series every year. 
So they, they can't include the postseason or else there would be no point to the award. They can only do it for the regular season. And for the regular season, there's no way to argue who should have won manager of the year. Here's this guy. I think he's going to win. So I don't know how the internet botched it as badly as they did and got duped into thinking that Bruce Bochy had won manager of the year, but it would have never made sense. You'll be all right over there. Just getting in. Nobody pushes my chair in for me. So. Yeah. No, sure. You're right about that. That ain't changing. Ain't Howard Stern. Uh, congratulations to Brandon Hyde. Very deserving of manager of the year. You're very fortunate I'm here. Oh, yes. What, what happened to you? Today? You have your buddy Ovechkin to thank for me being here. What happened? I, I don't. I if don't. he scores a goal last night, zero chance I'm here. Alas, because you you were going to win how much money if he had scored a goal? A lot. Yeah. Because I had Strom and that Malinston dude scoring last night and Ovechkin. Mm. Mm. Well, how'd that work out for you? Let's just say I'm still 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 a little hot and bothered. You haven't settled down from it just yet? Well, uh, how'd they do? I'm going to punch this guy right in the face, Ovechkin. I don't care you? how the team's doing. I needed him to score a they goal. They won 3-0 last night. You should be happy against Vegas. I hear Vegas is good. I don't care how. I, I just All I needed was a goal. I don't care if they lose 9-3. to three, As long as the three guys that I needed to score last night. I thought night, you were a number one Capitals fan. What happened to that? I thought you were. I was. I yeah. am, but I needed are a you? goal from him. I'm not sure you are. I think you might have a problem, mm. sir. I don't know if you're aware, but you were a I loved one. I got a one. problem, all right. His name's yeah. Alex Ovechkin. You were a loved one, has a gambling problem. You can call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. <laughs> hey, uh, bad news. I did not hear back from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Believe it or not, they did not get back to oh, me. Oh, did you call? And I, try- I reached out and I said, is there someone we could talk to? I about? went and looked. I, I went even, I dug even further into this last week. Oh, yeah. There are like 30 other names that we missed. Oh, really? It's unreal how many – Rolling Stone did a huge piece on this. It's unreal how many legitimate bands are not in. Like, as an example, how on earth, on their first ballot, did Dave Matthews not get in? Well, okay, but I understand that because – Don't even – Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. The first ballot thing isn't a thing with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But – they were eligible and they didn't get in. I understand that, but there's a lot of other deserving folks that also need to get in. Three Dog Night is not in. Well, I don't understand that at all. That makes no Three sense. Three Dog Night was one of the iconic yeah, bands of the '60s. How is Three Dog Night? Jethro Tull is not in. I always, I always think about Three Dog Night. I don't know if you remember this, but one of the times we went up to Pittsburgh, and of course they lost. Uh, one of the times we took that trip. At the end time of, we left the person there, was it? I don't know if it was that time. And they called. <laughs> yeah, said, hey. Which, in all fairness, uh, there wasn't much that the uh, former owner did that was that Yeah, was, that but was if, you right. couldn't, if you couldn't but make that, it back. But that was one of the occasions you're gonna when, have to figure out when we left. Back from Pittsburgh. And I'm like, you did the right thing. There. 100%. There's only so much that can be done here. <laughs> I just remember at the end of the game, they win, and like that's the song that they're belting on the- Jeremiah was a bullfrog? Yeah. Or, or, is that, it was called Joy of the World, right? Yeah, Joy yeah, of the World. Yeah, yeah. They're belting it on. The, I'm like, that's that's the choice. Right. Like, who is in charge of the world? Like, what's wrong with you right? people? <laughs> like, how many 80 year olds are running this place? Um, Three Dog Night isn't in the rock and roll. Unbelievable. I don't understand any. I mean, why wouldn't you just not have Led Zeppelin I, in there? I am more than a bit. Like, how and Jethro Tall? 
They're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, are you insane? I can't. I I can't. So possibly. We, it, we'll just do this for an hour. So let's stop. One hundred percent. It's all we'll do just is just stop. talk about who's not in the rock and roll just hall of fame. Stop. It is. It was weird. But yes, I uh, I sent a message. Okay. I said we'd like to talk to you. We'd guys like about to talk to someone your, who's involved in the process. Your SE list and never heard back. Right. Never got a message back. So, so they were probably getting beat up that. last week. Probably the case. Deshaun Watson out for the year. Uh, that's a real shame. How couldn't happen. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. How about that? Um. I don't really have a, a thought. Like I, I've seen a lot of people doing one of two things today. It's either the I can't believe we lost to a guy with a broken shoulder. And the truth is that like that actually happens kind of frequently, that someone suffers an injury, but they can either shoot it up or through adrenaline play through the rest of a game before they recognize truly the extent of the injury. That's not... It's not all that uncommon. Clearly, he was still capable of making throws, as we saw, like that second and 19 throw, which was... You could make a throw in that. You sin, dude. I mean, I don't... Is that what you got for you? Is that what you got today? And in trouble tomorrow night. With him and... If, if, I mean, they better come up. McDonald's. No, better. he's actually played really well this season. Uh, I know. I know. It, uh, this is, you're doing the bit that uh, Griffin likes to do with uh, Brandon Stevens now. Uh, like... Fact be damned, I saw something, so uh, that's the way it is. We'll see you tomorrow night. Will I? Yeah? Well, actually, you why'd won't, because we're going to win tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Well, come on. Well, they could use a win. They lost last week. They're not. They're not losing two two games in a row at home. Uh-huh. Uh, four nights apart. Oh, you, 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 you ruined the bit there. Oh, they're not losing to Duke and basketball. No, I thought you were going to like drag it out. Like, oh, hey, they, oh, they can't oh, lose oh, two in a row. 30, oh, yeah, right, right. right yeah, like, yeah. The oh, division's at stake I'm missing here. my own. Yeah, right, it's your own 31, bit. 31 28 Bengals. Thank you. That's the. It's your bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I mean, what's that, going on here. That is weird. Like yeah. you've perfected my it's bit. It's very strange right. that that's the way things played right. out. God, they got a young quarterback. Well, the Browns a big are done. win. Although I looked at their schedule. Yeah, their schedule's weak. You're right yeah. about that. But they're, they're you're right. They're done. They're done for all intents and purposes of doing anything real. Like could they, they? They could do what we've done recently, which is Lamar doesn't want to play in December, so he doesn't play, and we still cobble together three or four wins. Right, doesn't want to play. Um, you know what I'm saying? They could get to nine. They could get to nine wins. They have six right now. Yeah, maybe, they still have Jacksonville at home. It, they have the Jets at home. No, I hear you. They have the Bears at home. It just feels like the AFC is too good for that to be good enough. Too good. There's two good teams in the AFC. There's Everybody's two beating, really good teams. There's two teams that have separated themselves. Everybody's good in the AFC. Everybody is. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Except that. for the I Patriots. The Patriots stink. I love it. <laughs> That's the one team that you. Can I almost feel right like off. here's what I you want my you want to know my conspiracy theory about the Patriots. Sure. I don't know what we're doing here. I'm pretty. You think sure. they're hiring Saban? No, you think that's where it's no, going. No, although that would be funny. I'm pretty sure Mac Jones somehow is a plant. Okay, it, it's he's on the take. Okay, and the league said to him, "All right, I'm, here's, willing, I'm willing to listen." Here's the deal. Yeah, this this guy, this is the most arrogant human being in the world. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go there. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say all the right things, yep. do all the right things, and you're actually for moments, early on for moments you're gonna look like a quarterback. Correct. Yeah. Right. And then. When you have a three foot putt, yeah, I want you to miss yeah, it. Go ahead and push it. I don't. I don't I'm know. I'm just telling you. I don't know. The more that that's I watch him, no, I get the it. The more I'm convinced of it. I understand what you're saying. I just don't know that that's coach, what's happening you, here. You, you, coach, you call me an, an a hole. Right, right. I, I, I'll show you, buddy. Yeah, I got something for you. I'll show you. The AFC. There's how many teams in the AFC can you actually write off today? 
today, you can write off the Patriots. Write off in terms of doing what? Making the playoffs. The Bills. Yeah. No. Making the playoffs. Making okay. the playoffs. The, the Patriots. The That's Patriots one. aren't, aren't going to make it. They're not making it. The Patriots aren't going to make Name it. Name another that you know today. Well, I, like, we're all pretty Patriots sure the Raiders not. aren't going to make it, but I don't know look at that. their record. The Colts. You, yeah. Again, look at their record. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not going to make it, but look at their record they're and not. tell me how you – No, 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 no. Not. This is just no, you doing – Now, this is just – Does it sound like me when I was 23? Yes. Yes. Were, actually, you were worse. Oh? Yeah. You think? Well, we had four hours to do every day, and you didn't prepare anything. You were worse. So it was a little bit different back then. Never could say anything negative about Gary. Maryland yeah, right. lose 87 to 58, and I'd be like, Gary how stinks. How many times did they lose 87 to 50? Well, they did lose at Duke one time by about 40 points. That did they didn't happen. lose to UAB. They didn't lose to UAB. Things are going well. Oh, my gosh. Things are going well. They got nobody hey, for next year, although they'll get some guys for next year. Well, they've like sold out for this kid, Derek Queen, who won't commit. Right. Well, it's just not. He will. Yeah, to Indiana, right? As soon as you know what happens. Well, I don't. I'm, the money. They can offer the money now, Drew. But that's what I mean. He doesn't have it. enough money. They can offer it now. He doesn't have the money. Ah, what a world we're living in. Money. Um, that's it. The, the, I need money. The AFC. We don't think that the Colts or the Raiders. Who's going to Super Bowl play? right now? <laughs> no, this? write it down. Get a book out. Who write knows? it down. Right. Who's going? You call it right now. Eagles. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, you the only would, team I trust you over would, there. <laughs> I want to say the tech. I just I'm so enamored with the tech. So am I. I'm so enamored. He's my with new that. favorite player, CJ Stroud. <laughs> and their helmets. And the helmets. <laughs> but CJ Stroud more than that now. I my I my room married. My, my I don't think so. <laughs> Look my him friend, up. Look yeah, up right. his bio real see quick. What's going on there? My uh, freshman roommate at UMBC was from Houston, and like the beginning of the year, as a gift, like uh, hey, it's good to meet you, Chief. He got me a Texans hat, and I wore it for. Huh. It's it was awesome because it was just such a cool hat. People would be like, "Dude, I thought you were a Ravens fan." I'm like, "I am." Just look at this hat and tell me why you wouldn't wear it. It's amazing. According to media referee, he is not dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying mm-hmm. there's a chance? <laughs> yeah, having <laughs> right. all that one in a million talk. All right, 49ers and Chiefs. Man, I still I still find it hard to believe in the 49ers. When it, I know they look good on Sunday. But, like, they face any adversity, and they have to put it on Brock Purdy. He has not shown that he is that guy. Um, I mean, it, it seems default to just say it'll be the same thing as last year, but, like, the Eagles and the it Chiefs. feels the, like it, right? I mean, they're the best teams. Watch it be the Broncos and the Vikings. <laughs> I'll go I'll go Eagles-Ravens. Watch it okay, be. I like that. Nobody asked. Uh, <laughs> Homer Broncos Vikings be- is the Sunday yeah, night right, game, right, right, which two which two weeks ago I was like this is the worst Sunday night game of all I, time, I, and now all of a sudden this week you're like you know that's not too bad. Would it be okay like, if I call out Jim Nance on something? What do you want to call Jim Nance out? Wait a second. Would it be okay? Wait, this is normal. That's what I feel. Ro- roles are reversed right, a little bit here. This is what I feel. I feel weird about this. Okay. But would, it be, would it be okay? If what are you I, calling your boy I, out? If I call this is Jim Nance you're talking. I know. About. This is a great American that you're talking about. I know. You better be careful what it is that you're. What's about to come out of your mouth? What is this? Where I'm playing you today? I don't like this at all. What do you want to say about Jim Nance? He said, um, and I'm trying to remember. The game. What what game did they do this past weekend? They did the, the Chargers, Lions, Lions Chargers. Yeah. Jim must have said fifteen times, and he also said it when the Ravens played the Seahawks. He said at least fifteen times. You could be seeing a Detroit team 
that you will see in Las Vegas in February. Well, you could. And he said it about the freaking Seahawks, too. I understand that. He said the Seahawks-Ravens could be your Super Bowl. This is why everybody loves him. I love Jim. Yes. You wait, 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 wait. Tell me what he said that's inaccurate. Yeah, there, no, no, no. There's zero chance the Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl. You say Bowl. that. None. He said could. No, that, I could also qualify for the Masters. Wait, wait, wait. Are they eliminated? I, no. Thank you. I could qualify for the Masters. Can you, can you qualify for the Masters? I could. What do you, you? I didn't know that they did like open qualifying. For no, the but I, I well, could. Well, then you can't qualify for the oh, Masters. I could qualify for the U.S. Open. That's That part is accurate. <laughs> right, that's right. No, you I, could qualify no, I can't. for the U.S. Open. Well, you could. Seattle is not going to the Super Bowl, I Jim. can't say that you can't qualify for the U.S. Open. And neither are the Lions, Jim. You you made it to the other thing, whatever yeah, that was. That was a senior. Well, I understand. I, I think the Lions. What if you played the round of your life? Uh, correct. I think the Lions. Well, you got to play three rounds and, of your life. And, and then you got struck by lightning. Right. Um, I'd love to see the Lions go to the Super Bowl. That would be my, that'd be the dream scenario, right? The Lions go to the Super Bowl. It'd be like the Cubs going to the Super it Bowl. Would be, it would be. Or the Cubs going to the World Series. Well, that would almost be a problem though, because if it was the Ravens, they would be America's team, right? Like if you face whoever faces the Lions in the Super Bowl, everybody kind of well, hates. It's them. always no one likes the Ravens. We got you know, you guys got a murderer on your That's team. Not, it, it was, that and I'm always like, he doesn't even play on the team anymore. Oh <laughs> God! I don't even, know if this is a story we should tell. He doesn't even play on the team anymore. Do you remember that night in Kansas City? Because I only barely remember the night in Kansas City. Not the one with the guy and, and uh, <laughs> his wife and a poppy shot. Yeah, and the whole shot. Thing. That's not what you're talking about, is it? You don't remember the guy approaching us at the bar and said, "You guys can't win. You've got a murderer on your team." And right. do you remember what you said back? Lord only knows. Oh man, I don't know. Now please understand, we were younger men then. I mean, Drew wasn't right. Young, I wasn't. Young. I wasn't really. I was very young. Right. What did I say? <laughs> oh, Lord only knows. Why do you think we win? Drew said. You know what your problem is? You don't have enough murderers on your team. Hey, <laughs> you got to be tough in that sport, man. Really? Right? I heard a guy at the game. Turned, by the way, it turned out they did. I heard. Yeah, it's true. We don't want to talk about that. No, but we don't like talking yeah, about that. that. It didn't help them. No. It not, didn't not, murder the right way, oh, I guess. But I, I had two guys at the Seahawks game. Talking about Ray, like as if Ray still played on the team. Okay. <laughs> and talking about how he held, I mean, this is their conversation. He held the guy in the limo while they stabbed him. Like they, they were talking about it. As if they were well, we, there. I mean, look, we've dealt with this a lot over the years. It's unbelievable. And I've I've said this a million times because I, I get – it's funny what I said about Deshaun Watson here. Let's make this – we'll have a real conversation for a second. I don't know if we're capable of it. For a second, anyway. What I said about Deshaun Watson, I feel – I am very glad that I would never have to make the choice to root for Deshaun Watson. I am, I am grateful that he's not the Baltimore Ravens quarterback and not the team that my kids root for and would want to have a jersey of – because I don't want to have to have the conversation about how I think he's an S guy. And I don't, I don't want to feel good things for him. I'm grateful for that. When Tyreek Hill was available, I didn't want the Baltimore Ravens to be in the market for Tyreek Hill. I get it. That's rough. He's really good. I had less than zero interest in Antonio Brown. I mean, it would have hurt my soul to see the Baltimore Ravens sign Antonio Brown. Like, I would have... I've been in a, I would have been in a dark place because of that. If any of us 
thought for a second that Ray Lewis was actually involved in a murder, I would feel differently about Ray Lewis. I would not be capable of celebrating him the way that I have. And it's important that we say that because it has been dumbed down. Over the years, we've just allowed for people to say without any response, well, yeah, but there was Atlanta. Talk to me about Atlanta. What do you know about Atlanta? What do you know about it? Because I'm telling you as an adult. What he was guilty of, by the way, was what he was guilty of. And he, he, he knows that. But ultimately, as was proven in court, even that wasn't a thing because it was ruled that it was self-defense. So he wasn't even guilty of obstruction of justice in a murder, which is what people tried but he, to but hold he, him but to. But he did know, he, he knew things about that night that he, didn't, that he wasn't necessarily forthcoming about in the immediate aftermath. I don't disagree he, with he that. He knew that. I right? don't I don't but disagree with whether that. Whether or not that was um the honor code that right. a lot of these people are are, you know, that they follow, whether or not it was scared for his own freedom, whatever it was, right? He chose not to be forthcoming. That said, when you and I I didn't get involved with these two nitwits the other mm-hmm. day, but when you when you do defend him, it's just the immediate Right. Right. You, you wouldn't do that. He played for the Jets. Well, I probably, the judge. truth be told, they're probably right because I probably wouldn't know the facts. Right. That's and that there is that part is true. I probably would not know the. So, facts. what's the difference between Tariq Hill and Ray Rice in your mind? Why do you have Ray Rice on? Why do you talk to Ray Rice? It's a fair. Why do you celebrate Ray Rice? I don't celebrate Ray Rice. That okay. part I would I would push back on. I don't celebrate okay. Ray Rice, and that's tough because you know there's a lot of people in my life that love Ray Rice. But I don't think that I would celebrate Ray Rice. I think that um, we let him come on and talk about football. But I don't celebrate Ray Rice. I don't encourage there to be more celebration of Ray Rice. Should he be in the Ring of Honor? No. No. Because of that? Yeah. Because yeah. of that? Specifically. Straight out because of mm-hmm. that? Specifically. 100%. I Do mean, you that's... think they were wrong for putting Suggs in? Yeah, we've, we've, we've had this conversation before. And I don't think there's the preponderance of evidence that exists that other than the police report, which, but, but, which could but, be but all the police report is, is be, he said, she said, right. The police report is, say, is which, not, which could be right. A mixture of truth. I, and, I am. I, I wrote a whole thing about I I'm uncomfortable in cell. You'll you will watch me when we talk about Terrell Suggs and I'll be uncomfortable celebrating Terrell Suggs. Well, you, I, you know what I think about him. So I don't even have to get into that. As far as a football player is concerned, I'll talk about Terrell Suggs, the football player, but you'll never hear me talk about Terrell Suggs, the person, in any sort of way because I'm uncomfortable about it. And some people might say, well, that's unfair to him. Well, the team, the team, I I don't even, I shouldn't even say this because I don't know the protocol anymore. I kind of loosely used to in the old days, but I don't know now. But the, the, the team, if you got the, if you got the, whatever you want to call it, if you want to, if you got the voting group or the decision group together with the Ravens, and you gave them the old truth serum needle in the neck, and you said, "Tell me about Suggs," they all know the truth. They all know the truth. They all know the truth about him in the locker room. They all know the truth about the way he was. They all know yeah, the I, truth. I don't. Those things don't. I. You can't get me to 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 care about that. I don't care about Terrell Suggs, the locker room goof, right? Like I don't care about that. 
I don't. It's, I don't. But it all speaks to his character. In in some, I don't. You know. Now I, you're now you're working for the Ravens. No, I disagree. I yeah, disagree because I would, I would tell you this. It all speaks to his character. I, we had the same conversation before we knew the really awful things that Antonio Brown had done when he was available the first time, and he was just. It a, all spoke to his character. It was just a locker room goop. I'll ne- that stuff will never bother me. Yeah, It'll I never I bother disagree me with if you you're there. good. But when you're, I'm not saying. By the way, I'm not saying that the Ravens should make an announcement that says we're not putting Charles Suggs in. He's already here. In. The, no, I'm saying <laughs> they shouldn't have put a list together and said here are the eight reasons why we're not letting him in. See, I, I, I'm not saying they should have done that. If if there was the evidence in some of these cases, like the evidence with Antonio Brown is he sent a text message. We have it. He admitted to committing sexual assault. That's it. There's no gray area there. There's no. He said, she said, there is... Hell of a receiver. He, great. He acknowledged it. He I did what he did. catch it when you throw it Thank to you. him. Thank you. Thank you. He did what he did. There's no gray area there for me anymore. There's no, like, well, I guess, no, none of it. Garbage. Garbage. Don't want him anywhere near my football team. Don't want to have to talk about it. Why? Because that's the way that I think that it should... There should be certain things that we should accept that are beyond the pale in this country. And the way that we treat... Certain people who haven't don't done you want to win football games? Yeah, sure do. Want to win football team football games? But we should be capable as a society. We're not right. It's very clear. Look at the look at the people that we put in charge oh, of the country. I was going to say there's a lot we're, of that we're evidence. We're not capable of it. Right. But we should be capable as a functioning society of saying that certain things are completely beyond the pale. And violence against women should be the easiest one to say. But we want to win football That's games. beyond the pale. But we want to win games. Thank you. That's what that's what people say back. I don't care about that. I don't I don't care about that stuff. Violence towards women and children should be the easiest thing for us to say, nope. Nope. You can still be a part of society. You can still go get a job if you want to, but we are gonna decide that it won't be here. We should be capable of that. I get my blood boils when I hear people stand last week. Well, what would you think about the Orioles signing Trevor Bauer? We have allowed for that guy to gaslight us into believing that he's a good guy because he put out a video that does make it seem like this one woman wanted money from him. But what it doesn't do is address she the fact— She 100% did. What that it, doesn't necessarily what mean— What it doesn't do is address the fact that even if this woman had consented to whatever rough sex they were having, we still saw what it looked like, what the aftermath of that was. I don't care who consents to it. You decided to be a part of that. You chose that. That's on you. Mm, he throws 98. Thank you. And there's also three other allegations. 2.27. 2. And there's also right. three other allegations. I mean, I'm with you on this. I'm not arguing with you. You know, I'm, I'm the same with you. No. With him. No. Right. Violence against women. We should all be capable as a society of saying. Well, violence against anyone. I, that part is tougher for me. Like, it's okay for a woman to hit a man? Well, you want to go the other way, and if it's domestic violence, I would. I, I mean, this obviously wouldn't well, come up in whether my team was no, going but to I'm sign. I'm saying, like, just violence against people. If somebody got into a bar fight, I don't think that would be enough for me to say they shouldn't be on the team. That's where I don't domestic violence. Domestic violence it could include a woman hitting a man. A hundred percent. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure we're clear on I, that. It's fine, but the Ravens aren't going to. I, again, not today. Maybe someday in the future that'll be an issue they have to deal with. Today. My teams that I that we don't have a WNBA team in town. I would love it if we did. I think that would be great. If we did, we could have that conversation. Get the Bill Burr clip ready. Yeah, uh, don't uh, let's about, not, about let's the not, WNBA. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. Um, I, I this, Bill Burr in the news this week, by the way. <laughs> 
with his wife. With his wife. His wife is in the news. With his wife. He's not really in the news. Mrs. Burke. His wife is in the news. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan of the future president. Oh, which one? Kid Rock? Yeah. I got a bad feeling. I mean, I don't know what else we're going to do. They elected him once. What else? Don't know. Looks like he might win by more this time. Well, I mean, I don't know what else we're going to do. What do you mean? You don't know what else we're going to do? We got no one else. There, there is somebody else. Well, <laughs> that is what it is. Shooting themselves in the foot. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, it's it's a very clear line for me. The Terrell Suggs thing was always get on there. Oh, I brought up right now. It was always the Terrell Suggs thing was always tough for me. Always very difficult because as a football player, there is no question. But I never was comfortable talking about Terrell Suggs as a human being. I was never comfortable because yeah, you were there around him. Yeah, but again, that stuff. As childish as whatever as it was, I that that part doesn't bother me. The only part that bothers me is the bleach that that right. And again, I can only say that's a he said she said thing, right. and I can't, I can't address that. I can't say that I know better what happened. And an allegation was made and then disappeared. So I can't. Let's talk about Trevor Bauer. You want to do that? No. What happened to that? We need to start we're doing a very silly. We were we having a nice to, silly we conversation. Need start, we need to start. Morning. Somehow we got on to Sean Watson. Right. You're still mad about him. Well, I am. You started. This was Ray Lewis. You started this. This was not me. This was you. I, I will say about Deshaun Watson, and I, I know this goes against the grain of beating him up. I was really impressed with him on Sunday. Well, sure. I mean, he played like as for, from a football he, standpoint. He manned he, up on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, he absolutely manned up. Yeah. I saw somebody doing this. Maybe it was the morning show over on the radio station was doing a bit about. Um, some I guess somebody somewhere, and it was probably one of the dumb shows, asked if Lamar Jackson had a signature win. Because they were talking about how, like, Deshaun Watson now got his signature win as a Browns quarterback. And it was funny because I understood what they were attempting to say. Even in the context of what they were attempting to say, you would point out that, like, that Browns Monday night football game would be Lamar Jackson would be a signature win or the comeback against the Colts on Monday night football would be a signature win. But the hilarity of it is that what they were essentially saying, and this is one of the, the silly things. when they beat the Rams 60-6? to six? Th- This is what, what... In L.A. the one night. The hilarity of the conversation was that you can only get a signature win if the game is close. It, and it's a weird thing. Yeah, what about we, 37 to 3? Like all of the games it's, it's that not they a signature win. that he was able to rest for the fourth quarter. None of those count. All of those games, they're not signature wins because they weren't they weren't back and yeah, forth affairs. I, I, I think we can well, I can. We can all pick apart things about we can all have varying opinions on Lamar. I don't think one of those opinions is he doesn't have a signature win. Like that's kind of dumb. I do think that it led. There's to, other things you can talk about, with Lamar. But it, but, but it led to that's an, not one. But what's weird, Drew, is it led to a conversation. I was reminded that I had two weeks ago, which is after the Seahawks game. We were doing uh, Project Game Day. By the way, Project Game Day every Sunday. Myself, Rita, Femi, um, our cast and crew: Ken Zalas, Andrew Stecka, Josh Charles. Oh. Yeah, which one? Which one do you want to go to war with? All of them. All of them. All well, except for Josh Charles. Oh, you like Josh? Well, he was in Dead Post. That's true. What about Femi? Leave he won a little. Super Bowl. You got to. Yeah, not really. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> Project Game Day brought to you by I'm AJ Michaels. Super. You are. Angry. AJ Michaels, Superbook Sports, help my gambling Facebook.com slash pressbox sports, YouTube.com slash pressbox online. And I said 
if there was one thing that maybe was missing from the Ravens' resume, because at the moment we were all doing the are they the best team in the NFL bit, it's like, you know, they haven't really had to win like a back-and-forth shootout duel yet this season. And I feel like a lot of people would feel more comfortable just knowing, hey, they could do that too, right? Like if that's what it requires to win, just check all the boxes. We've won blowout fashion. We've won with the defense having to lead the way. We haven't won where we were down 17-10 with four and a half minutes to go, and we won 24-17. Or I was thinking more like 33-28, to 20, Whatever. 20, 28, you right. know, and you have to go down. It's back and forth, that type of game, like that Browns game was on Monday Night Football. I think they fell into ago. that a little bit over the weekend. I, I think that a bunch of things happened on Sunday, right? No question the, the whole game flipped when those two guys went out in the fourth quarter. The game, even though it was only 15 minutes, when Humphrey and Stanley went out, those were the two guys departmentally we couldn't afford to lose because we needed one offensive series. We needed to cement the game away with one offensive series. We couldn't do it. We needed to cement the game away with one defensive hold. We couldn't do it because they kept throwing the ball and we, they kept catching it. So, But one of the things that happened was late in the first half, when it's 17-6, Lamar throws, you know, Lamar, th- we're, we're about to score to make it 20 to 6 or 24 to 6, and we're getting the ball to start the third quarter, and Lamar throws it to them, blah, blah, blah. They get the ball back. They, they kick a field goal. Now it's 17 9. Like, even when we went ahead 24 9, I think when we went ahead 24 9, I think we thought that that pretty much mm-hmm. shows this one up. Mm-hmm. This is a Seahawks game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a 38 yep. 9 final. We'll scratch together two more touchdowns. This thing's done. It felt different that way. Yeah. difference. It was very simple. I, I know a lot of people have been beating up Lamar, but the difference is that when it was twenty four nine, two weeks ago and four weeks ago, or whenever the games were, you know, two weeks and four weeks, whatever they were, when it was twenty one three, and I'm just doing this. I don't know if that was these were the scores, right? And it was twenty one three and twenty four six. The other team, those two teams got the ball. Yep. And then went yep. three and out. Mm-hmm. We got the ball back, went down the field, scored, and now the game's really over. Mm-hmm. They got the ball again, went down three yep. and out. We got the ball. The other day, yeah, the Browns. they went down and scored. Yep. They answered. So yeah. that they, yep. that was the whole difference in the game. I think we thought, yep, 31-9, 38-9, ball game. And the difference was they moved the ball on our defense. Our, okay, let's have a legitimate conversation, though. The trend of, and there's so many different ways that people have reported I mean, we numbers. could have scored. Everybody's beating up Lamar, and I get it, but we, we what did you want us to do, score 44? Like, eh, I mean, we lose in 45, he, 44? In fairness, you know, he didn't score seven of those, and, and, seven, look, of, I'm willing to and give, seven of them came when they got the ball in no, the 12 No, no, I'm line. willing to get, right. I, look, I don't think he played all that well the other day, and I think Watson outplayed him for yes. sure. Um, and I know we do this a lot, and he... He does take on a little bit of a look when you start looking at it from 35,000 feet. He is kind of the closer late in the game, right? Mm-hmm. He He's the starting pitcher in the first three quarters. But in the fourth quarter, Lamar, here you go. We, I'm not, I know John doesn't say this to him, but Lamar, this is why we gave you $50 million. Go figure out a way to get 27 yards. Mm-hmm. If you get 27 yards for us in the next – right? Eight plays, the game's over. Yep. Just go get us go get us eight plays. Mm-hmm. Keep the ball for eight plays, we win, right? So I get it. And and so the other day, sure, he maybe the other day he failed. But the whole game changes when 
it goes from 24-9 to 24-17. Now they're sort of kind of alive. The crochet gives us the one. It's 31-17. We still can yep. – all we need is a stop. Yep. We or just need to stop. Or a sustained drive where you're running the ball and taking time off the clock. And that's the other part that's warranted discussion sure. about, you know, what happened on Sunday. Right, right, right. But I'll go uh, – just to try to have a legitimate conversation, because we'll, this is going to be a topic tonight on 105.7 The Fan. How – how genuinely worried are you about this being a part of their DNA now versus it being just kind of a weird anomaly that they have coughed up leads as number the seven times they have over the last two seasons? I would say this. I don't really put I, I don't put any stock in anything that happened last year. I just don't. Or two years ago. Or whatever. All this data that is being circulated about these I don't know exactly how many guys are on the team that mm-hmm. were. I, I, I think this year matters. I do think this year matters, and I guess I do guess maybe it's fair. Maybe it, it's fair to take anything that McDonald has done because it is a schemed game, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's kind of talking about Stefanski, whatever you want to call the word. I've seen toyed with and played with and, you know, Stefanski uh, lit, lit up McDonald in the second half. Okay. Maybe. But is, is that because is that because Stefanski got the better at McDonald or is it because Marcus Williams can't tackle anybody because he's got one arm? Is it because the other day, a week after he played great, Michael Pierce whiffed on two quarterback sack-ish kind of things because Cleveland knew – all the pressure was coming from the outside, so they had Watson stepping in the middle of the pocket. He was able to get away from Pierce twice. Like, is that is that why? Like, is that is that's really Michael McDonald? Well, but also, if Justin Matabike is just a step closer to picking up that fumble, none of it matters. Right. Which if is the ball, of, when the ball gets knocked out of the right. guy's hand, the football game is over if we fall on yes, it. Yes, right? correct. So, again, is uh, now this is what we do. We do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I used to say this all the time when we did this for a living. If – if Suggs knocks the ball out of Roethlisberger's hand, Suggs is a rock star. When Palomalo knocked it off out of Flacco's hand, Flacco sucks. Correct. You, well, you view it through your own prism. Yes, correct. Right. So McDonald drew up the scheme for a way to knock the ball out of the dude's for a hand. a winning play. Right. I thought he did. Yeah. You just got done telling me McDonald's the reason we lost. Well, he's yeah. the one that drew the plan. Not you. Yeah, I'm saying not me. people. Yeah. You're, you're the ones saying right. McDonald got lit up. Right. Well, he didn't get lit up on that play. Nope. Oh, wait, knocked the ball out of the dude's right. hand. It just the ball's not round, then it fell to the wrong guy. Yep. So, I, you know what I'm going to say about this as it relates to the coaching. I, you know what I'm going to say. I say it. I say it in every sport, everywhere. Guys can keep talking about coaching all you want. You, you got to have football players, and they got them. And the game is all about the plays that happen and don't happen. He, if Lamar throws the ball to Zay Flowers on that on yep. that go yep. route, the game's over. Wide open. It, I mean, he, yep. But people again, it's the it's the lowest hanging fruit. We, we did it for years with Billick, did it for years with Greg Roman. Did it when when the Ravens were winning games, Greg Roman was fine because they, Greg Roman didn't have anything to do with it. Flacco had something to do with it. Pitta had something to do with it, or whoever was on the team. I don't even know. But we do this all the time. As soon as the team loses. It's always is the coaching. That's what we do. Always, one hundred percent. It's always it's the coaching. What we do. No question. And it's 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 comical. No doubt. Like the the football players win them the games, and, and they the coach, lose them and the, the coaches. Games. Lo- well, no, no, but right. I understand. The, the, these the players are the ones that do it. They're, 
They're the ones that have all the skill, all the talent. They're the ones that make the plays. They're the ones that run the routes. They're the ones that block. They're the ones that miss the blocks because the other guy tries too, right? You try. I heard somebody in there the other day, beat, or somebody on the yeah. other day, beating up Macari and um, uh, the center over uh, Miles Garrett oh, yeah. zipping through there. Like you're you're talking about a Hall of Fame football player. That's correct. He's pretty good. He, Right. It'd be like saying I could make that 32 yards. Yeah, right. Just as dumb as saying that. I did make that. No, you did. Um, we gotta get a break. You got anything? Else? No. I want to play with you rather Wednesday on the other side. Yeah, I don't want to do that. All right. We come back in. We're gonna do it anyway. To beat up Harbaugh some more. Sure. That sounds like fun. Both of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's beat up both of them. We're gonna be America's team. Okay, Jim. You got it. Poor Jim. I don't you understand why Jim wouldn't have just said, "I, I, I know it was wrong." But then he'd be – what do you think? Somebody's going to take accountability for their actions? I know it was this wrong. This is America, Drew. I you know, think there's going to be accountability? I know it was wrong. Come on, man. Get over that. Today's show brought to you by the print issue of PressBox. It's available for free at your and neighborhood And we still Royal. beat Ohio State anyway. That's true. That's what he should have said. I know it was wrong, That's but we still beat Ohio State anyway. Matters. All that matters. It's available well, they for free. they never beat Ohio State. Your, so. When they won the last two, what are you talking about? Those were flukes. <laughs> oh, okay. It's available for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms. Any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox, read it all, PressBoxOnline.com. Great cover story from Todd Karpovich. Uh, also, a lot of college basketball, Brooks Robinson tributes in this print issue of PressBox. When we come back in, we'll play Would You Rather Wednesday. That's next. Drew Forrester's here at Glenn Clark Radio. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GLENNCLARK23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Tyus Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 The Fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. A partnership, a press box, and great ace memorabilia. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, November 21st at Mother's North Grill in Timonium. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports, AJ Michaels, and HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on. Where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Casas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasIn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steamed crab orders. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria. A.J. Michaels, 
heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. Visit Hartford County. Gear up for the holidays by supporting local with Small Business Saturday on November 25th. Take in the dazzling sights of the season with a Ledoux Christmas at Ledoux Topiary Gardens. Enjoy holiday lights, sing along the holiday songs, reserve a carriage ride, and sit on Santa's lap in Bel Air's Winter Wonderland happening every Saturday from November 25th until December 16th. Nothing sparks that holiday joy quite like a festive parade. Head to visitharford.com and click on Events to to see the full list of parades and so much more. In Maryland, you're welcome. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Sure, Glenn may be in his 40s now, but he looks just as good as he ever has, and he's still as sharp as he ever was. And I say both those things without even a shred of irony. Find out for yourself right now by watching the show at facebook.com slash pressboxsports or youtube.com slash pressboxonline. All right, back in here on GCR as we continue along on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Stan the Fan Charles getting together with John Eisenberg this week. Make sure you check that out at facebook.com slash pressboxsports, youtube.com slash pressboxonline. They discuss his new book, Rocket Men. And, of course, every Monday, Stan, Ross, and Luke talking baseball. Facebook.com slash pressboxsports, youtube.com slash pressboxonline. All right, it's time to play Would You Rather Wednesday. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by Birdland Sports. Someone who participates in Would You Rather Wednesday today will win a shirt of their choosing from Birdland Sports. Birdlandsports.com, of course, is their website. They actually have a uh, a Birdland Boys puzzle available for the holiday season, so all of the guys in their um, track suits, it's a pretty fun puzzle that they have available right now for somebody in your life. Here's what we got for Would You Rather Wednesday. Four scenarios this week. Number one, two guys you brought up earlier, Drew. The Ravens get everyone on their injury report back for tomorrow night, except Ronnie Stanley, who is out for the season. Or they get everyone back except Marlon Humphrey, who is then out for the season. Which one can they not win without? Mm. 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 I I think Makari is better at what he does than Yasin is what he does. Okay. So I'm going to say they can't afford to lose Humphrey. Okay. You um. I I. I think they're gonna. I think they're really in trouble if Yusin's got to play the last eight games of the year. I don't. I don't know that I agree. Or with seven that. years. Or I, seven look, games. Look again. If he if it suddenly comes apart for him, the way he's been playing, that's. I would have the b- b- bizarre amount of faith. He's played far more better than I thought he was going to offer when they signed him this year. Okay. Now in that scenario, it does require him to match up more with the top receiver from each team. That's not. That's not great. There's no getting around that. I think they can survive without Macari. I mean, without, without Stanley. Stanley. I don't think Macari's terrible. I don't think he's Stanley, but I don't think he's terrible. I think McCarry has largely played. He didn't play. Look, nobody played well on Sunday. Everybody got there. Everybody just signed up. They were I don't like, want to say your, your sin's terrible. It's your that, turn to go get your ass kicked. People do that all the time. And so well, it's, None of these guys are terrible. But because it's like saying a golfer is not no good. They're, what are we talking about? They're making money playing 
on the tour. They're all great. They're all these are all. He's one of the apparently Yassin's one of the best 120 defensive backs in, well, in the country. Statistically, he's much better than that. This is the well. Part no, that, I'm saying he. There's but, 30. But it's, there's it's four quarterbacks. It matters. It matters when we have these kind. I get on him about this all the time. We like to do the thing where if we see something and we just sort of decide that's the narrative and that's the story, and we're spitting in the face of fact, right? Like I don't think Nico Collins is one of the best wide receivers in football, but all of the numbers tell you Nico Collins, the advanced analysts say he's having a top five season of any receiver in the NFL. So Thanks a lot, Billy Bean. Punch so, you in the f- On so, PFF, he was the lowest graded defender. Punch you this week, punch he did you not have face. a great game this week. Who? There's no doubt. Rocky Sin. He's, you, you keep I almost did this. it. I almost did it. This. He's terrible. The numbers, coming in, the numbers coming into that said the passer rating against him was the lowest of any quarterback cornerback in football you'll this see. season. Coming into this week's you'll game. You'll see keep saying you'll see like you that, will see like that means something you're gonna see thursday night sadly i Go hope ahead. i'm wrong you on that. i don't get, you can get your i don't I, I mean they did survive without marlin for the first couple weeks but i don't like our corners behind him so i'd rather get marlin back but uh, i mean long term i feel like it'd be better to have stanley for the re- remainder of the season um well even if he has not been playing well the, right because the fear is because we we know this you're dealing in probabilities we probably aren't winning if Humphrey has a long-term injury. We probably aren't winning. This is like the thing with our baseball closer. We're, I said this right away the day after the mm-hmm. dude blew his arm out. I wrote a piece and said, we're not winning the World Series without this guy. Right. We're just not. You right? did, your margin for error right. was very well, here's small. here's what I know. There is no probably if Lamar's out. Right. Correct. Correct. That, it's yes. over. It's zero. Yeah. Right. 100%. So – Probably we're not winning without Humphrey. Probably we're not winning without Stanley. We ain't winning without Lamar. So that means of those two, which one's the more valuable? Well, the one that's more valuable is the one that keeps Lamar upright. Hard to disagree with that. Hard to disagree. I mean, we're not winning. If Lamar decides again not to play in December, we ain't winning. All right. Uh, number two, would you rather? This is a, uh, a follow-up on last week. Would you rather have Joe Burrow as your quarterback for the next eight years or C.J. Stroud? as your quarterback for the next eight years. Mm. We did this exactly? No, we did Josh Allen Allen. last week. Well, (laughs) yeah. Pretty obvious now. Yeah, at this point, right, it almost (laughs) seems absurd that anyone answered Josh Allen last week. All the Bills got to do is go back to the old helmets. And and everything will be fixed. Matt, he'll stop throwing the ball to the other team. keep fighting the fight. Yeah. Just go back to the old helmets. All right, Joe Burrow or C.J. Stroud? With the grazing buffalo. Um, Well, I'm going to say Burrow because – his sample size is bigger, so I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say Burrow because he, he's, he's done it for three years, and this kid's done it. Do you for think Joe six Burrow weeks. is proven he'll win? A, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yes, okay. I do. Right. I do believe that. All right. No, Joe Burrow will win a Super Bowl in his lifetime. I do believe that. But that would require Which the is really bizarre. Right, Bengals right, right. to win a Super Bowl. Well, I'm you just, think. Yeah, that's I a mean, good point. I guess could it could go somewhere could, else. Could but, yeah, Matt the Bengals. Situation. The bang, how funny would it be this year if it were the Bengals and the Lions? Of course, the Bengals did make the Super Bowl a couple years ago. That happened. But how funny would it be if it were the Bengals and the Lions? be a hell of a story. be a hell of a story. Griffin? Um, I don't know. CJ Stroud's helped me win back-to-back fantasy matchups ah, now. That's, and... the, that's the important part. Thanks, Billy yeah. Bean. <laughs> Appreciate you. I, um, I mean. Ruin sports. I'll go. Is I'll go. What is he? Ruined sports? I will go CJ Stroud because he's. Look at this guy. Know, the answer is obviously Joe Burrow, but I want it to be CJ Stroud, man, because I love CJ Stroud so much. I want to say that, but yeah. 
Um, all right. And, and then group form too, number yeah. three with uh, Deshaun Watson. Would you rather the Browns stick it out with P.J. Walker and Doriel Thompson-Robinson or they sign Joe Flacco today? God, wouldn't that be funny? I would love them to sign Flacco. Would, would you? I would love it. For it what? Adds, for what reason? I mean, we wouldn't just, play him again to the playoffs, but it would right. just add so much intrigue. Man. Right? So you want them to sign Flacco? Sure. Okay. Actually, yeah, because then I can. Uh, I mean, I'll just be rooting for the Browns now. All of a sudden, like, <laughs> why would you want to root for the Browns? They're competing with Flacco. The, they're competing with the Ravens to try to win the AFC North. I don't know if you remember this. He single-handedly won us the Super Bowl. I understand that. <laughs> he well, he and Bolton. Um, they got I rid mean, of him. Well, who threw the ball to Bolton? <laughs> You're right. That part is true. Right. Jersey, they had to do it together. Jersey Joe. I guess Jacoby helped a little bit too. <laughs> the three of them. Won why is Super the meter Bowl? at thirty-eight yeah. percent? Because that's where I put it this week. Thirty-six. Yes, Flacco. Yes. You guys are haters. I would rather not. I would rather They would make the playoffs. I would rather yeah. not have to think about it. You I would rather I don't want to. I would rather not. I would rather just leave it alone. And number four, would you rather? Hey Joe, Drew, listen, did you get a chance to read through that thing I sent over for you for the website tomorrow? <laughs> Drew, uh, I don't I'm care. kinda wrestling with my brother right now. You you wanna give me a call back? Excuse me? <laughs> uh, bro, my brother and I are wrestling. Can you call me back? Oh, you know what? Just is there not anything in there that's going to make me look bad? Is there? Is there Harbs isn't going to get pissed off, is he? he no. You should. Okay, just write it. Just go I ahead. Just go ahead. <laughs> Drew Forrester. That was like four weeks Play, into the thing. Playing the role of Joe Flacco. But it was like four weeks well, in. I don't think we were paying him. The first week, though, he's I, like, "Send this to me. Send it to me. Mm-hmm. I got to read through it." Right. And then he would call me back and go, "Hey, you got to do me a favor, real quick. Right. Take out the word maybe." Yep. Okay, Joe, no problem. And 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 don't put positively in there. Mm-hmm. Take that out, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joe, no problem. Second week, hey, send that to me, and then, like, 1030. For, for those that don't know what Drew's referring to, in his rookie season, we had an agreement with Joe Flacco. Before we knew he was going to be the starter, we had an agreement with Joe Flacco that he was going to appear on the morning show once a week, and then later in the week, he would write a blog for the website. Drew was responsible for writing Joe Flacco's blog. The idea being, he would just sort of say some big game coming up on Sunday. And in fairness to Joe, when yes. when he became the starter, I went to him and said, right. How do you wanna- Joe, you, you don't have to do this. Right. And he's like, no, I'll do it. Yep. He agreed f- to do it. I'm fine. For the record, I don't believe we were paying him. I believe that- Well, of course we weren't paying him. We barely paid us. Yeah, um, we gave him green turtle- Gift cards. I don't even know that we did that. I believe. Well, I, kept those. I believe. I was supposed to give them to him, but I kept them. Yeah. I'm like, that guy got four million to sign. Yeah, right. He doesn't need these fifty dollar gift cards. Pay for his own. <laughs> he can pay for his own wings. He can handle that. So I went back to him and said, Joe, you don't have to do this. And then he said, No, I'll do it. So the first week, you you won't believe that this arrangement only lasted for one season. Right. There wasn't a second season right. of this. Right. Well, thankfully, because because I did all the work, so. By the fourth week, Joe's like, just write it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knew he was going to be the starter anyway. He's like, I don't even care if you make me look like a goof. Yep, yep. Just write it. Yep, go right ahead. We don't have anybody else. You don't have to call me anymore. Yeah, I'm the guy. I'm like, okay. 100%. All right, number four. Uh, would you rather? This, by the way, is going to be a side bet for picks this week. Uh, would you rather? A football genie offers you a promise that it will be. The Lions will be in the Super Bowl against the Baltimore Ravens. A Ravens-Lions Super Bowl if. You consume a Jameson Williams hamburger 
every day between now and the Super Bowl. What is a Jamison Williams hamburger, you ask? So glad you asked. As we learned via Instagram, Jamison Williams orders a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Okay. So far, I'm good. Orders an Oreo McFlurry. Okay. And then I'm, takes the Oreo I'm in. McFlurry. No, I'm in. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm in. Dumps it on his cheeseburger. No, he doesn't. And it looks <laughs> like that. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Hold on. Put it back again. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Now, for the record, when we do uh, the, our side bet this week for picks, we're going to have a little more McFlurry just to make it a little bit worse. Uh, Leaves everything else on there. Leaves the pickles, the ketchup. The so thing. I'm going to ask a dumb question because this, yes. this will determine if I'm what I yes. want to do. Uh-huh. Is it a the regular cheeseburger or a quarter pounder? Uh, that looks – I don't see – do you see onions on there? Do you see – Because if it's just the regular small cheeseburger – what do we think you, this is? There is there two patties? Hang no. on a second. Uh, it's a it's a, oh, no, it's a double cheeseburger. That's okay. exactly what it is. I can see okay. on the... Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll eat that. You'll eat a double cheeseburger. Every day. Every day. Every well, day. I can't do that. I got to wait to watch. Well, but you got you to gotta choose one. Either you're... No, but hold on. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to put my health at stake. But that's... Uh, you're, putting, you're putting your health... You're the no, one making the decision. No, you're doing this you're because putting, of the... No, hold on. Wait, whoa, 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 no, whoa. let me tell you how this goes. Oh, you... you now you sound this like... This is like the thing you made me eat that time that I liked. Yeah, you keep asking if we got any Spam and Oreos lying Correct. Around. That thing was pretty good, actually. Why did we now, do Spam and Oreos? Because somebody else did it. But well, Bradley Bozeman did something, but I feel like you altered it because there was something you refused. Oh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I don't eat mayonnaise. You refused Unless to eat it's mayonnaise. on turkey with pickles. So why did we do... I don't understand why we did Spam and Oreos, I don't remember, though. but here's the deal. It, you loved it. I, I thought it was great. I, but I... Weirdo. I, you can't eat that stuff every single day from a health but standpoint. you have to. But you're not okay, making no time out. Wait, 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 no. wait, 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 wait. I, for Would You Rather Wednesday purposes, this is what you have to do. But I am offering you an olive branch. I don't like olives. <laughs> I don't like olives either, actually. Olives, olives, mushrooms are my two things. I don't eat them. Mushrooms are good. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They you offer nothing to right society. Then. No, I've tried. Sure you. They've offered nothing to society. I'm growing some right now. Are you? Yeah. That's not those kind of mushrooms. We're talking about a different kind of mushrooms. Portobello. Uh, yeah. By the way, we know someone who's gotten into the mushroom world. We. You won't be remotely surprised. When I write this name down for you. You mean the actual growing of the. I mean like. Those kinds. Uh, to my the, understanding. The Oregon is now allowing write, you. When I write this name down, you're going to say. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, not at all. Not remotely surprised. Yeah. That's the world. Also very religious now. You would like her. You would. Is she really? Very religious. Those two don't seem to go hand in hand, by the way. Would you? You wouldn't Although there are a lot of medicinal purposes for those, supposedly. All right. So I will deal. You can be dealt into picks for this. But let me just. Okay, but hold on. I want to go back to this. I want to make this point. No, you can't make this point. It's would you rather. You are bringing up this. this, this Yes. By the way, you know why the reason is that I'm going to say no because of my health. I'm not going to do it because of my health. Yes. You're saying no because you don't want to taste it. I also don't want to do that, but even if I could... You can't have that much bread. You, it's not good you, for you. I agree with that. If you told me that I'll give Take you... Take the patty off. If, I'll do it every day. If someone said, I'll give you a million dollars for this, I would say no. No. Not you're doing insane. That. Not doing that. Not doing it. Now Don't you're just know. saying dumb stuff no, to say I'm it. No, not doing now it. Now we know Margaret's got putting... too much money. <laughs> if you were broke I, like I me, I assure you that's not the case. <laughs> you were broke God like me. I'd do it for a hundred grand. Yeah. <laughs> you, 
That's that's sad. That's sad. You ever had a hundred grand of cash in your hand? I no, not in my hand. I've held a check. I, I swear to God, I held a check that wasn't written out to me. That was written out to somebody else for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I was holding it, and I said, "What? What am I looking at?" I don't think I ever said during the baseball season. I don't think I ever said it on the air. I might have said it to you privately, but I had I had that game this year where the overhead, so I won seventy eight thousand. Oh yeah. Well, I went seven for eight. Hey, man. If the o- over hits in the Reds game, hey, I went $78,000. You were really close. It must have felt nice. $78,000. All right. You want to be dealt in for picks this week? Our side bet this week is the loser has to eat one of these sandwiches. Loser in ties has to eat one of these. You in for picks this Hell week? Hell yeah. Right, that's what I figured. Right. Are you kidding me? All right. Griffin's in. Right, Gonzalez is in. I'm in. in. Well, listen yeah, to you're re- in. Okay, you well, listen, the rest, here's what I'll tell the rest I've of you guys. I've got you all of your jobs. Listen, I'll make You're this in. easy. I'll make this very easy. Yeah. If, who, who, who all, who all, I'm not doing it if Proctor's in. Who all's in? Proctor's in. Well, I'm not doing it then. <laughs> You're going to be in anyway. I don't want to be involved with him. Who in all's anyway. involved? Well, the, the confirmed in. All right. The, the, the two of us. Okay, hold on. KZ. Hold on. KZ. You yeah. and him. All right, yeah. soft, K- soft, K- go ahead. KZ. Soft. Paul Valley. De- <laughs> Definitely soft. John Proctor. <laughs> oh, my God. Like cotton soft. We never got an answer from Khan, did we? I mean, I'm sure he is. Okay, but he's yeah. not soft. I mean, he's, he's in last place in our contest. But he's not soft. Go but ahead. he's in last place. Okay, but so, everybody's soft so far but him. Uh, we else? never we never, never heard from Stecka, I don't think. We never got soft. an answer back yeah, from Stecka. He will do it. Soft. He'll have, we'll make sure that he does it. We'll make sure that's the case. Okay. We never heard back from uh, – actually, we haven't heard back from a lot of people. We didn't hear back from uh, – uh, Kyle D- said – he, wait. Oh, Kyle's in, yeah. Which Kyle? Kyle? Kyle Ottenheimer. Soft. Back from the dead. Right. He's Carries in. a purse. I don't think that he cares. That's his, he's got diabetes. Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is. Should, he has diabetes. We should put that in your pocket then. What the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead. How's he doing, by the way? I think he's doing fine. Uh, Eric Arditi, Barstool RDT, soft. wanted to get in. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to make an offer to all you soft guys eventually. Go yeah. ahead. Keep going. Uh, we did, John and Little Rock, did he answer us? Oh, um, my God. Soft. Well, he, he'll do it anyway, I think. Yeah, he might that's just his do it. That's, all right, the, so here's that's the, deal. the disturbing part. If you lo- so who is the, fu- the lowest two? Uh, low, the lowest... And the tie and ties. Lowest and ties have to eat this thing. Yes. So okay. if everybody goes, if everybody goes five and four this week, if everybody goes five and four, we all have to. Okay, consume. but here's the deal. Yeah. I'll do it for twenty dollars. No. Nope. Sorry. No, I'm saying if you lose, if you lose, oh. give me twenty bucks and I'll eat it. Oh, okay. Jeremy said he was in. Sorry. That's my offer. If oh, I I you'll buy your I can buy my way out of. Yeah, give me twenty bucks and I'll eat it for you instead. Yeah. So you just really want to try the sandwich? <laughs> you know where I know I'm going yeah, after right. this. <laughs> you, <Truth Yeah>. <laughs> we got it. Don't we have a guest that we got to yeah, call? You know right where I'm going after this, dog. All right. So you're you're not only in. No, I'm eating it. Yeah, you're eating it no matter what. <laughs> I don't even want to be in the game. I don't even want to pick. But right, well, would you participate in the charade and then you can do it anyway afterwards? Yes, I'm All in. Right, thank you. I'm we in. have to include the Monday night game <laughs> this week because it's too important. Hold on. Give me two games on the schedule real quick. Yeah. Just, uh, we, is it against the spread or is it outright? Yeah, it's always against the spread. All right, give me two games. All right, uh, two games. Oh, Ravens, Bengals. Uh, Bengals. Yeah, <laughs> you're picking <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> of the, yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Man, this would be a real test. Maryland, Michigan. M- uh, Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> Keep going. You like you like Tennessee against Georgia this week? You've been saying that for a little while. I'll take Tennessee. 
Yeah, I'm definitely picking everybody. We, we got it. We got to pick Raiders Dolphins. I imagine you've always definitely been Raiders. Vegas. Where's the game? Yeah, right. it's in Miami. Uh, Raiders. Yeah, one o'clock game. West yeah. Coast team coming east. Yep. You've always said that's a great place yep. to pick a team. I'm in. Right? Jets Bills. Oh, well, actually, one, we, don't, we don't. We don't know who's better in game? that game. It's in Buffalo. Jets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you sticking around or are you? Yeah, sure. Right, I mean, what else am I gonna do? I don't know. I I've tried to figure that out for a long time. Oh my god. Drew Forrester is here in studio with I can't us. Wait to have yeah, this. he is really excited about trying a Jameson Williams burger. I gotta use the bathroom. I gotta see. I gotta see if this guy wants to try a Jameson Williams burger. Uh, whenever the Ravens play the Bengals, the good news is that we know we get to catch up with a buddy of ours, former NFL linebacker, a host on WLW out in Cincinnati, ESPN college football analyst. He is our friend Rocky Boyman, and he's back with us on the program. Rocky, it's Glenn. Drew Forrester is in the studio with me this morning. It's always great to catch up, brother. Thank you for taking the time for us. Fellas, always a pleasure to be with you. I, I feel like you know, both of us, selfishly, we need our teams to win, so it helps our radio broadcast. So it's really about us. That's correct. Got. That's exactly what it's about. Now, I start with this, though, Rocky, because we, we do a silly bit on this show called Would You Rather Wednesday. It's very it's just play Would You Rather on Wednesdays. It's not hard. Um, did you happen to see the, the video or the uh, image that was going around of how Jameson Williams likes to eat a hamburger? I, I did not happen okay. to see that one. Right. I must have missed that. All right, one. so Jamison so. Williams orders a double cheeseburger at McDonald's, and then he orders an Oreo McFlurry, and he just dumps the Oreo McFlurry on his double cheeseburger, like leaves everything else nah, on see, it. No. Yeah. Okay. But now present it this yeah. way: if I could guarantee you that the Bengals would be in the Super Bowl again this year if you consumed one every day between now and the Super Bowl, would you do that? God, every day, every not day. even like once every, a week. God, every day, day, Rocky. Think about how good it would well, be for ratings. Think about how good business would be in Cincinnati. Well, ratings are the, the most important thing, if not the only thing. So, yes, I would look do at, it. Look I at this guy. Do it. That makes go. one of you. Not a chance in hell Let's I'm doing go. that for the Ravens. Not a chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> no freaking way, man. No doubt. All right, so uh, the Bengals, the last time we got, we talked, um, Joe Burrow didn't seem quite right at that point. Then all of a sudden Joe Burrow looks like Joe Burrow again, and we are all panicked about how good the Bengals look, and then they drop one at home last week. What Was it just they ran into a buzzsaw that is C.J. Stroud, or did any was there anything else that was maybe alarming about Sunday's game? I think a couple of things. Um, I think, first of all, that the Texans just flat out played the Bengals. I mean, they looked like it, it mattered more to them. They looked like they're playing with more effort. As silly as that may sound, uh, you know, I don't know where the Bengals looking ahead to this week, maybe. Um, yeah, Bengals first drive, go down the field, score, and it's like, okay, here we go. This is going to be a 40 pointer. And then they just, I don't know, let their foot off the gas, just couldn't convert. Um, in my opinion, didn't target uh, Jamar Chase enough. Um, and then the, the defense, which is, you know, has done really good. And they've gotten some timely takeaways and they've been good in big moments, but they've given up a ton of big plays. I mean, Noah Brown had, I forget how many catches for 172 yards. I mean, this is not Odell Beckham Jr. Right. This is not, you know, Julius Jones, right? Like, you know, for a guy to go off like that. Uh, is incredible. C.J. Stroud, I mean, I, I could be more impressed with, with a rookie this year than, than him. So a combination of, you know, the, the Bengals not playing their best game, giving up more explosive plays on defense, not targeting Jamar Chase, and then a Texans team and C.J. Stroud that, that played really well. 
So one of the things that jumps out is it would seem like it's a good thing that for the Ravens if T. Higgins doesn't play tomorrow night. I, I just still have this weird, like, you know, even without T. Higgins, you, you still have Jamar Chase and you still have Tyler Boyd. And I know Yosevich has been pretty good this season. How significantly different is it when T. Higgins isn't on the field? It, it is a, it is significant, and and, and uh may not even play. I don't yeah, think he true. practiced yesterday. I don't know what, what his status is, but um, you know, it's just it, look. Every defensive coordinator, I, I think, it, in some way, shape, or form, when they start the week, they say, "Okay, who's the other team's best player? Let, how do we take him away?" And and that's Jamar Chase. So the, the beauty of the of the Bengals offense for the last three years is is, is there's so many weapons you can't take away everyone you know you take away jamar chase then t higgins goes off a couple weeks ago and you know he's been a little bit slow and you know jamar chase was great and then you still got tyler boyd to worry about now the the, the tight ends uh, miraculously have been more involved so i mean that that's the, the the beauty of this offense is you got the signal caller who's one of the best in the league and then he's got the the, the firepower to exploit a defense with um, but you're always better when your best guy is, is playing, he's healthy, and he's getting the ball. I, I would have liked to see seen him get Jamar Chase. He only had six targets last week. His five receptions, he had a ton of yards. I forget what it was. But, um, you know, I, I think in the big moments, you got to find a way uh, you know, to get your best player open. I don't think they did that. Rocky Boyman, WLW, out in Cincinnati with us here on GCR. Rocky, I, the thing that maybe concerns me the most, and we saw this from the Browns a week ago here in Baltimore, is all of a sudden the Bengals, as good as we know they are, also have to be a little bit desperate, right? I mean, like, you you lose this game, you're almost done in the AFC North, at least for winning the division, and we're not even at Thanksgiving yet. How much do you feel like they're feeling that this week, and how much do you think that impacts what we see tomorrow night? It's huge. I don't, you know, there's, you know, people kind of overblow must-win games, but I, but I feel like there's a must-win game. And the Bengals have one win over an AFC team this year. All their other wins have been the NFC teams. So you got that. You got you know, one win in the AFC and no division wins. That's just, I mean, look, every year I played in the league, you know, the coach at the beginning of the year said, all right, boys, we want to make the playoffs. How do we do that? Well, you win your division games. You, you know, you win your conference games and you win your home games. And then, you know, and, and I think that's what kind of makes last week's game so tough. You know, you had, a, you know, a team you should have beat at home in Houston and you didn't get it done. You haven't beaten your division opponents. And so you've really put yourself behind the eight ball. Here. I, I, I feel like it leads to a team that's going to maybe pull out all the tricks and, and whatever we do, we got to lay it on the line to try to win this game. And, and that, again, it goes back to, we know they're dangerous. Like I, the team that we saw for the last three weeks ahead of time really felt like a team that, once again, viably you can believe can win the Super Bowl, correct? Oh, absolutely. I, I think this is still a, a, a Super Bowl-caliber roster. I've been saying that all along. And for most of the season, what's been missing is a healthy Joe Burrow. And right. when he's healthy, it's like, okay, all right, here we go. This is the team we're used to seeing, we expected to see. Uh, and a great roster. I, I've said all along. I, I think you compare this team's roster with every other NFL team. I think it's you know top three, top four in the NFL. It just uh, you know just uh, I, I think getting off to the slow starts. I remember last time we talked uh, before uh, the Baltimore uh, beat the Bengals in that game in week two. 
was just this the, the mindset around here of well the early season doesn't really matter the preseason doesn't matter we we will kick things into overdrive you know come November and December which is fine but when you get off to such a bad start and such a bad start in the division where your first two games right out of shoot are division games it, it just it really just sets you back and, and I think that's what's really hurting this team right now what what would the impact be? I know Trey Hendrickson says he's going to try to play. If he if he's not one hundred percent, how much would that hurt this team? That that would be huge. I mean, because he has been. I, I I said, and I don't think anybody can argue with me. He's been the best Bengals free agent signing. I said in twenty five years, maybe in the entire history of the Bengals. I mean, this guy has been that good. When he got when he signed here three years ago, it was a pretty big deal. But he wasn't a household name, and everyone's like. Really? You know, but every year he's been a, a consistent performer. Uh, he, he helps elevate uh, the, the rest of those guys on that D-line. So without him, uh, certainly, and without him even 100% is going to hurt, especially without Sam Hubbard. Doesn't look like Sam Hubbard's going to play. So now you're talking two of your best linemen and leaders of, of not just the defense, but the team either out or not at 100%. That's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, our press box Ravens beat writer Bo Smolka shared this stat this morning, um, Rocky. He said something to note: in the past two years, the Bengals have been held under 300 total yards in 10 of 29 games. It's happened all four times they face, faced Mike McDonald's Ravens defense. Do you make mm-hmm. anything at all about the idea that Mike McDonald has some sort of special sauce when it comes to facing the Bengals? Yeah, and I think so, and I believe that. Certain certain teams just, you know, one team just has an edge over. I mean, the Bengals, for whatever reason, seem to play the Kansas City Chiefs really, really well yeah, when and, most other teams and don't. The, and um, the Buffalo Bills, too. Right, exactly. I was just going to mention them. We, we just flat out destroy the Buffalo Bills every, every time we play them. Um, but, but, look, this is obviously a, a division game, so you're seeing these, you know, these, these teams twice a year. And, and yeah, so the Baltimore seem to have figured them out, and it's going to be up to Joe Burrow to, to try to counter that a little bit. But um, I mean, look, I mean, Baltimore's always known for for great defense. It's 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 just, I mean, it's it's a staple in, in that town. It's a staple in the NFL. So uh, the the fact that they have a great defense isn't anything new. It's just the Bengals got to figure them out. All right, so this comes down to what for you tomorrow night, right? Like that's the the part of this that's so funny to me is like I think the answer is. Does does Mike McDonald continue his dominance against the? I didn't say dominance is the. It's not a fair word to say. Like, but you know, does he continue to have an answer for the Bengals offensively? Is what it kind of comes down to me. What does it come down to for you tomorrow night? Well, it comes down to me for the play of the safeties of the Bengals, and and I think if you look back, and I remember we talked about this uh, first time around. You know, the Bengals let both JC, uh, Jesse Bates yeah. and Von Bell go right two veterans i think combined you know 12 something you know 13 years in the league and, and not let one of them go let both of them go and, and i think that's where the Bengals have really struggled and and you know so i think if the Bengals don't find a way to stop the bleeding there in that secondary it's going to be a problem i i expect joe burrow is going to come out and play really really well um i, I think the game you know not to sound like a coach but it's going to come down to, to takeaways and turnovers because the ravens have turned the ball over a lot lamar jackson puts the ball on the turf he throws it to the other team a little bit uh, so i think the Bengals, when we have played well on defense have gotten those those timely takeaways so secondary for the Bengals has got to play great i expect joe burrow to play great 
and uh, win the turnover battle, I think that's the team that wins. So I feel like we can agree. Th- this isn't a game that should be happening in weeks, you know, 18. I think we should all say, like, the week 18, you, you don't want these types of games being with backup quarterbacks like they were a year ago. You don't want – but it shouldn't right. be happening this week either, right? Like, this should be <laughs> a December game, shouldn't it? You would think because, yeah, it kind of adds a little more drama because right. – well, I mean, for you guys in Baltimore, if they lose this game, it, it, it's you know it, it hurts. It's going to hurt you, yeah. you know, and set you back. But you're still in it. If the Bengals lose this game, it's it's it ain't looking good at all. You know what I mean? So um, I, I think it's certainly a little more pressure on, on the Bengals to get it done. So um, I don't know. I I, I, mean, I I guess I'm excited that it's, it's played here at this point in the season but yeah I mean it certainly would feel like more is on the line if it were a December game man it really it should be a December game it shouldn't be happening <laughs> this is this is where all the, the Ravens should be playing the Chargers this week and the Dolphins the following week get those games out of the way and then save these for like 15 through 17 and then some but, but, but I mean look at it this way though Glenn I mean if, if, the, if the Ravens win then oh. you know then, then I mean the division is looking really really good I you mean, mean with, you knock out the Bengals who a lot of people had as a Super Bowl favorite yeah. um, that, that'd be pretty good uh, good feeling moving forward and with Deshaun Watson sideline you'd feel ba- almost like I get it Bingo. we can't dismiss the God I want to dismiss the, Rocky it's so difficult for me because like the Ravens lost to the Steelers <laughs> and the Steelers have the record that they have but damn it we've all watch them we know they're not that good like we know they're not as good as their record indicates they are and so i want to be dismissive of them but you can't yet because their record still says they are what they are as long as they have mike Tomlin on the sideline you can't dismiss the steelers as much as Bengals fans have wanted to do it for like the last 15 years so yeah all right so uh but i I assume that uh, before i talk to you tomorrow you will have gone ahead and tried your first uh jameson williams burger so you can report back to me about it since uh, you're doing it every day and i I did look at this on the interwebs here this looks flat out disgusting it's terrible it's a it's a crime against uh, humanity yeah you know it's like pizza is good Ice cream is good. Ice cream on pizza is yeah, not good. Not Ice necessary. cream on a burger is not good. Every day we so. str- we get further and further away from God. Every day we just we as a society we soulless, have... lawless society we live in. Not too far. Godless. What's uh <laughs> what's your college game this week? Uh, well, I got a little mashing tonight. I got uh, Buffalo at uh, at Miami. Uh, Miami with a chance to lock up Mac East tonight, so that should be fun. That's a uh, seven o'clock on ESPN two, and then. This Saturday, I'll be at Alabama. You know, they play Chattanooga, but uh, it'll be uh, at Alabama. So, uh, looking forward to meeting with Nick Saban here in a couple of days. That's pretty cool. They've turned the corner. Milrones looked really good of late. Uh, all they of look a sudden, really good, man. Yeah. I know. Look, look out. Everyone they, counted Alabama right. out. They That's look like bad. a threat, man. Uh, at yeah. uh, Of course, you can follow Rocky on Twitter. It's at RockyBoyman50. Rocky, always appreciate you, brother. It's always good to catch up. Uh, look forward to chatting with you tomorrow, all right? It's- Glenn, you're the best, pal. Thanks so much. Thanks, buddy. Rocky Boyman with us here on GCR, former NFL linebacker. Um, if you take the ketchup off that thing, I'll I'll eat it right now. What's wrong with you? Why do you just admit to these crimes against humanity? Why would you just openly say that? Have you had that McFlurry? That thing is good. I mean, it's been a long time since I've consumed a McFlurry. I know I remember enjoying them a great deal mm. when I was a child, but it has been a very long time since I have gone down that road. I would even, I'll go a step further. I'd be willing to... Spr- just a little bit. Sprinkle a little bit of um. What's wrong? Why are you saying these things, Pete? There's a microphone and people can hear you. Right. Well, not many people. Um. You know the praline things they put on the top. They can hear you. <laughs> it's like Jim Nance. Right. The they pra- can. The, the, <laughs> the praline stuff. The flavoring. That you praline, like that? That uh, 
S Bucks puts on their coffee. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever go to S Bucks un- except for this time. <laughs> you sound like Jerry Coleman saying the four letter network. Except, except this time of year, I love that freaking chestnut praline thing. Chestnut, you're all. You, oh I didn't realize gosh. you were such a basic white girl. Oh I had no gosh. idea. Have you ever used the phrase "I can't even"? I can't even tell you the last there time I did go. that. There we go. There we go. That's our guy. Our let's go guy back to let's force. get back to. You just want to go back to talk, what? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> you want to do more of that? <laughs> All right. In ten minutes, we got to let uh, Gary. You know, Gary Stewart's now the all-time winningest basketball coach at Stevenson University. I'm going to let him call in and talk to us about that in a minute. Um, I did want to run this by you. All right. Shoot. I have had a almost personal campaign for some time about how insane it is that at some point in the past we just decided that NFL MVP was only allowed to go to a quarterback. And I brought it up the year that Stefan Diggs showed up in Buffalo and Josh Allen sucked and then he got there and he was the best quarterback in football. And I said, boy, it's real weird how we're talking about Josh Allen as being an MVP, right. but no one talks about the one guy that made it all different. It's very strange that we just do that. And I've said it about other guys in recent years. Like I've gone on this sort of rampage about how we only are allowed to talk about the earlier this year Brock Purdy was an MVP candidate was a top three betting odds candidate for MVP when it was abundantly clear that Christian McCaffrey was the best player on that offense Mike Sando of The Athletic has now joined my campaign and has said that this year uniquely the quarterbacks aren't having ungodly types of years I'll tell you I'll give you a off the radar hot take about MVP, mm-hmm. the most valuable football player in the entire league. Mm-hmm. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. I hope you say Stroud. I really want you to say Stroud. CJ, yeah. no. Travis Kelsey. I think there's a strong argument for it. I think there's an abundantly strong you argument. You heard he's for a Swifty now. Right? I've heard. I've heard a rumor <laughs> that he's really there. An item? Yeah. I love um, that. I love it that he's a Swifty. I don't care about that at all. But God bless. She picks up the uh, check when they go out to dinner. I bet I bet she does. He he might be the MVP of the league. I he I, might be the most valuable player I, in the league. I think there is a very compelling argument for that. This year, I would make a compelling argument for AJ Brown. Okay. I think AJ Brown might sure. be the most valuable player in the league. If the 49ers turn things around and get back to doing what they were doing, I want to start talking about Christian McCaffrey again. I the thing where we just brainlessly decide well, whoever's the best team, their quarterback's the MVP. Yeah, right. Is asinine. We did with Green Bay every year. It's asinine to me. And you could argue that in By some— By the way, he's coming back in three weeks. Oh, I think he's coming back on Black Friday. I've said that a million times. I think I, he's going to—they have gone all in on that game. Uh, ayahuasca sales are up oh, like 90%. It should, should be. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's our side bet next week, actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, right? We're going to go out into the woods for a couple of days. I got you. You and I are going on a darkness retreat. If Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, that we're is, going on a darkness retreat. Everybody in Costa Rica is a, 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 a Rodgers fan. So are you you're in agreement though? I am. I I'm sure. I mean look, you wanna um the their team's terrible. The most valuable player in the league might be TJ Watt. Like their team's no God, good. A, if, if no somehow good, they got to the twelve wins this year, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I would make a strong argument that TJ Watt. Now, I, sure. I still don't think they'll do that, but if they did, 
You could argue even if they just got the nine wins that he should still be MVP of the league. Well, because when, the Brian, when the Browns sign Flacco and they make the playoffs, Miles right, Garrett yeah, will yeah. be the MVP. Miles Garrett could be in the conversation. Like I, I mean, we all do tend to gravitate to offensive players because it's just the way our eyes go. Like, got to be an offensive guy. Got to be an offensive guy. It's just, But, but I, we don't even do that, though. We just say quarterbacks. That's it. We only right. give MVP to quarterbacks. It's take the best team right now. How far down the list of odds do you think you have to get in order to find a non-quarterback? Number nine. All right. I will just double-check. I, I, I feel like it's like, yeah, I think you're right. Seven, eight, somewhere in that range. All right. Let's, and it's uh, McCaffrey, I think. we got Zach the, Wilson. Where's he? That's a great point. He should be pretty high on the list. All right. Uh, MVP odds. Number one, Pat Mahomes. Number two, Jalen Hurts. Number three, Tua. Number four, Lamar Jackson. Number five, oh, Joe Burrow. Somebody too, but go ahead. Number six, C.J. Stroud. Number seven, still, Brock Purdy. Number eight, Josh Allen, who stinks. Oh, my God. Number nine, you nailed it. Number nine is Tariq the first Hill. non-quarterback you find, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. And the only non-quarterback, be, uh, he's 13th. Tyreek Hill is 13th he, on the list. But, yes, deserves to be in right. the conversation. I, I, I don't doubt that. A.J. Brown isn't until 15th. On the list, and that's just basically them saying we think Where's Jalen OBJ? Hurts. Uh, yeah, didn't didn't pop up. OBJ believe it or not, didn't didn't list. pop up on the list. One hundred four. Uh, the defensive players don't show up until nineteenth. T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett all tied at uh, two hundred to one for MVP odds. I it befuddles me why we will only give MVP to quarterbacks, and I do think that Mike Sando's argument that this year uniquely that the quarterbacks just aren't so lapping the field so much i strongly agree at this point in the year we were talking about lamar jackson being mvp a week ago when you know he was numbers wise he wasn't even a great fantasy football option now i don't think that doesn't mean that he can't be the mvp of the league but i think we just default to the idea that because you're the quarterback you're inherently more valuable right and we also argue about this we the you know, the phrasing, and I'm not saying we're going to change it anytime soon. Oh, by the way, Mike Sando is going to join us tomorrow to talk about this theory. But okay. you're, the the phrasing of this is is also yep. discussable. The most valuable player in the league or the best player in the league? The, the, the most valuable player in the league. Or is he the best football? Who's the best football player in the league? I would have said it was Trent Williams. <laughs> no, well, I mean, he's in the list. Who's the best football player? In I, the world? I would still argue just because Mahomes does things that we haven't seen other human beings do, but it would be close to me between Mahomes and Aaron Donald, right? Like it would be close as far as they. You, there's nobody else that can do what they do. I think those two would be. It would be Mahomes one, Donald two. Okay. What about you? Um. I probably would say Aaron Donald. Okay. Which is interesting, right? Because now we've put this vernacular. Now we're saying best football player. And I'm not taking away from a quarterback being a football player. It's like when people say, well, the the kickers aren't real football players. Because they don't tackle anybody. Jordan Stout made a tackle on us. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. But we we think about it differently, right? The best football, a football player in – in our distorted view, a football player has to be someone who tackles someone because that's football. I I think that that's they football. do. 
If you're right. going to call him a football player, I think that they do. You have to tackle somebody. I'm not backing off of that. But okay. quarterbacks okay, but, don't tackle somebody. Right, you have but, to tackle but that's somebody my point. or get tackled. So, you're, yes. so, so, yes. so Patrick Mahomes isn't the best football player. Well, no. I'm, you have to either tackle somebody or get tackled. <laughs> like that, to me, uh, is uh, the answer. Okay. Yes. You okay. have to participate in football plays. Okay. Are you staying or are you going? What are you doing? Because we got to take a break. I don't know. Is Colson paying me or what are we doing? Uh, probably not. He barely pays. He doesn't pay Griffin. Okay. Why would he pay you? Well, I'm, yeah. You're better. We don't have I, to get into that. I understand yeah. that. To get into that discussion. All right. When we come back in, uh, my buddy Gary Stewart, he's a basketball coach at Stevens and just became the school's all time winningest coach. He's going to talk to us about that. They got their home opener on Friday night. Gary Stewart from Stevenson next. Glenn Clark Radio. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at baltimore.org slash hotels. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Tyus Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 The Fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. A partnership of Press Box and Great Ace Memorabilia. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, November 21st at Mother's North Grill in Timonium. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports, AJ Michaels, and HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? AJ Michaels, heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, AJMichaels.com. 
Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Make sure you're tuned in every Tuesday for Pressbox Fantasy Football Analyst Joe Serpico to get you ready for your Waiver Wire Wednesday, brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. And if you have other fantasies you want fulfilled, subscribe to Glenn and Jeremy Kahn's OnlyFans page at... Wait, are people supposed to know about that? All right, back in here on GCR as we continue along on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Don't forget, if you are headed to Maryland, Michigan on Saturday, both of you, if you're headed there, please bring out your non-perishable food items. We need your canned food. We need your ramen noodles. We need all that stuff. Our friend A.J. Francis is holding his annual canned food drive to benefit Sarah's house just outside of Fort Meade. And we would encourage you to bring them out Saturday ahead of Maryland, Michigan. Please bring out your canned food. This Saturday, we'll be at every gate before the game. If you can't make it out or if you just frankly don't want to go, I understand. Hit me up this week. Let me know how you can uh, get connected with me. You can... Bring it by the studio. I'll take it with me. If you just want to send a few dollars via Venmo or PayPal, and I'll throw it in when I go shopping this week. I've had a few people do that this week, and I appreciate it. Again, um, those are the ways to go about getting in for the A.J. Francis canned food drive. That's something that I ask you to do coming up this Saturday. What do you have going on in your world? Um, yeah, not a whole lot. No? Not really. <laughs> not at all? Nothing. Not really. Just uh, get ready for Coward Hall Golf. Get ready for the Turkey Bowl. That ought to be fun. A um, couple weeks. And uh, getting ready for the holidays. And uh, Who's going to win the Turkey Bowl? Uh, mm, mm. It didn't look quite as good against Spalding last week. Yeah. It didn't look quite as good. I'll abstain from oh, that you're answer. Not gonna, <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't do me any good. To Griffin, Griffin, check your email and call that it, person and ask if uh, we have the wrong number. What good does it do, what good does it do me to, to, to tell you say, I think to, it's going to To be honest about this. Yeah. No, I, I mean, look, it doesn't really even matter what the records of the teams are. So if Coward Hall were 7-2 and two and Loyola were 2-7, and seven, it, it doesn't really matter. The, both school, you know, the game is the game. It so Coward Hall didn't ha- obviously didn't have a great year, but I don't think that matters. I really don't. I don't, I don't. I think on this day when they get there to play, it's you know it'll be a one score game one way or the other. Okay. You okay. Know. So I, I, you think Spalding's going to win on Sunday? Yeah, they're playing. Um, I actually know this, and I've already forgotten who. Are it they playing St. Joe? Yes. Yeah. No. No, McDonough, right? Oh, McDonough. 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 McDonough beat St. Joe? Okay. Yeah, McDonough. Or did Spalding beat St. Joe? No, um, Spalding beat Loyola. Correct. Yeah, Spalding beat Loyola. Loyola. Yes. McDonough, McDonough beat St. Joe. Joe. Spalding's going to win. All right. All right. All right. I, um, Where's that game? At that Under Armour thing? No, they playing it at Towson. Oh, right. Right, yeah, right, right. They're playing right. it at Towson right. on Sunday right. at 5 o'clock. Right. All right. That's, uh, I, I think it would have been better off if Loyola would have played on Sunday. Yeah. Well, then they got to turn around you and play, play again, again on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I mean, so you were turn. you were oddly rooting for Loyola oh, last correct. week. Yeah, correct. <laughs> a weird bit how right. that works out. Right. That you Looking forward to Coward Hall basketball. Them. I think Coward Hall basketball is going to be better. We have not yet seen. Have we yet seen a Loyola 
Has there been a Loyola Calvert Hall playoff matchup since? No, because Loyola just came back in. Right. So no. So we haven't seen the scenario where they have to play twice in the span of a no. week or three weeks, something no. like that. You know that could happen with Army and Navy. Oh. Army is joining the American Athletic Conference. Okay. So there's uh. the possibility that Army and Navy would be the American Athletic Conference championship game, and then they'd have to turn around and play again the following Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's no fun. don't like that even one bit. It's not, you know, extraordinarily likely, right, that those would be the, the uniquely the two teams. But that'd that would be, be no fun. It would be awful. Yeah. It would be awful. And I would, I would think that at that point the conference would never do it because they'd be giving up money. Like, you would prefer that they just cancel the championship game and say the championship game oh. would be this game the following week. Oh, but right. It, it would require them to give up money and TV deal and all of that sort of stuff, and so they'll never do it. But, yeah, that's a possibility. Man, that would, yeah, that would really be terrible. It would stink. It would stink if that were the case. Yeah, I mean, that'd be like you having to choose between Adam Lambert and Freddie Mercury. Well, I, that one actually is somewhat easy. I mean, Adam Lambert's great. Don't get me wrong. I think he's been great, but that's a fairly easy choice. Really? Yeah, it's very right. easy. Hey, joining us now, uh, I'm looking forward to being out there this weekend to get to see his team for the first time. He actually made some history to start what the year. What are you year. doing out there? Well, I do the play-by-play. I'm not sure if you've heard, Drew. I've been doing it for a very long time. And they haven't canned you <laughs> Not yet. I don't think anybody's listening. <laughs> they just assume that I'm doing a good job. Uh, he is now the all-time winningest coach at Stevenson University. He is my friend Gary Stewart, and he is with us this morning on GCR. Coach, mm-hmm. it's Glenn. Drew Forrester is here with me. Always great to catch up. Congratulations, and thank you for taking the time for us. Thank you, Glenn. How are you two legends today? Oh, legends. Stop that. Well, me, but not him. Let's not, let's not throw out <laughs> words that we can't take back. Um, uh, Coach, have you, so for those that don't know, it's a unique dynamic because the man that you passed is, I guess, technically your boss at Stevenson because he's the athletic director, Brett Adams. Did you, did you maybe remind him about that, that there's like a, a new top of the pecking order? You know what, Glenn, it was the opposite. He reminded me that as I uh, got closer and closer to it, uh, he kept uh, uh, close tally and, and uh, kept me informed. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. And yeah. um, I, know, I know that, like, you know, it doesn't mean – I'm not suggesting that this is the singular accomplishment that you were looking for in your coaching career, but it's still got to be a, a, a pretty good reminder of the stability that you've been able to bring to Stevenson basketball since you arrived. It's really um, something that is all-encompassing. It's, it's not, you know, about me. Um, you've got to have a great support staff, the trainers. Um, I mean, we've had um, in our department, Fran and Lisa have been so instrumental in, in, in what we try to do as a, a program. Um, the hallway has been great in terms of encouragement. And, and Coach Boswell, as you all know, is a couple doors down from, from me. And uh, she's a great uh, advocate for uh, men's basketball and can bounce some things off of. So imagine having two highly accomplished, excuse me, three highly accomplished uh, basketball coaches in our building and Chris Raymer, Jackie Boswell and, and Brad Adams. So I've been very fortunate. I can't help but notice there's somebody whose name wasn't on your list. I can't help but notice that you didn't mention that, like, you know, I, I I thought maybe I would make the cut for the the speech. I thought that like maybe the, the play by play guy would get a little love in there. Well, you know, Glenn, it's one of those deals where it's in spite of, you know, <laughs> in spite of, you know, there's 99 on one side and then there's that one. So you, you just got to kind of power through you that. Managed but, overcome, uh, you managed to overcome. You managed to overcome being saddled with me. All these years. Well done, coach. Well done. Right. 
Um, all right, so let's get to know this year's team, right? Um, I know you're looking to take a step forward. Got off to a great start, obviously. Um, what have you learned about this group? And um, it would be great news for me if you could tell me that we can expect big numbers to be put up in every game. I am all in favor of 80, 90 points every night out, Coach. Well, uh, Glenn, this is a good segue um, from from the award or the accomplishment of, of becoming an all-time winningest coach into this season. So let's work back to last Saturday at Elizabethtown. And it was really, really one of the special times in my coaching career, but not for what you would think. It, it wasn't about uh, accomplishing um, that, that, uh, that record. It really was seeing Ronald Ayers back on the court yeah. again. And it kind of kind of gives me goosebumps just to talk about it. Um, you know, really a talented student athlete, and um, and then they had they had to battle cancer here for for uh, the better part of a year. You know, to work himself back and and um, to see him play as well as he did. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm just grateful that he's back on the floor, and and then to see what he did on the court. Uh, you know, it really, really was one of the special, special times in my career. Uh, it's a it's an incredible story and everything. Can can you walk me through like you know what you guys went through with him and trying to be supportive of him and all of that and the emotions of something like that that you guys have been through over the last year? I'm very fortunate in that he's one of those kids that um, you get the feeling that when practice is over, if he could find another gym to go play in, he would. You know, he's he's uh, the epitome of a gym rat in relationship to this love and passion for the sport. And fast, fast forward uh, the story to uh, uh, the conference tournament. We're playing at Messiah, and and leading up to that contest, the the two to three weeks prior to that, he just wasn't the same. But you know, typical coach, I thought he might be hitting a freshman wall, and and uh, just lethargic and energy. And so we tried to kind of scale him back a little bit and be careful with him in practice, just so that we uh, had him full go at the games. And then finally, that week into that Messiah contest, we had to almost shut him down. You know, there was just very little that he did, walkthroughs and that kind of thing. We get to the game, and, and I'm going to do a, uh, you know, a check on him and, and see the measure his temperature. And, and I said, I said, how are you feeling? He goes, uh, and I'll never forget it. He, he goes, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm ready if you need me. Hmm. Well, he would never say that. I mean, he would he'd go out there with a broken ankle. <laughs> you know, he would never tell me that. He, it was always thumbs up, I'm good, no matter what the situation was. And so that really resonated with me. And I said, you know what, Ron, uh, we're going we're gonna, to uh, sit you in this game. And, and we had to figure some things out. And lo and behold, I, I would almost say 10 to 14 days later, um, he goes through some testing. And, and then we find out it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, and then battled that the whole spring and uh, but again you you got to understand him um, he still uh, was academically sound and, and focused that way and and uh, the people at, at uh, Johns Hopkins did such a wonderful job his family is amazing so he had a really good support system and fabulous doctors and staff and and uh, he just kept progressing and progressing and we kept getting good news and good news and good news and and lo and behold we get him back you're giving me goosebumps coach um that's uh it is a special story and i can't wait to see him back out there this weekend um i would imagine too what it does for your depth right like um you, you know you still have veterans like cam that you can bring off the bench in this scenario i know you brought a couple of guys in 
this year, like Rashid Cooley, um, what it does for your depth and, and how far you can trust on your bench going into this season? Yeah, honestly, the, the challenge I'm, I'm having is trying to get 16 uh, talented student athletes on the floor. You know, it's almost an impossible uh, deal in a 40-minute game, but uh, we are um, really fortunate to have uh, student-athletes that can help us in meaningful contests throughout our roster. Um, guys that are multidimensional, um, really team-focused guys. It's just fun to come to practice, fun to coach the group, and I'm excited about them. All right. I also know, Coach, uh, this past weekend was Veterans Day, and I know that uh, those causes have been really important to you during the course of your career, um, and you were involved with the National Warrior Call Day. Can you tell me a little bit about you know, what, everything that you've done and why it's something that means so much to you? Well, I, I had uh, the great benefit to go over uh, to the Middle East uh, several years ago as part of a contingent of college coaches. And I was just floored by, um, you know, you talk about the very best among us. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's where the bar is. And um, the sacrifice, the attention to detail, the um, camaraderie and, and rallying around uh, a common cause, it, it doesn't get any better than that. And, and um, you know, the, the sacrifices they, they make is, is immeasurable. And so, um, that kind of lit a fire underneath me, and I've been very uh, fortunate, as I said, to, to uh, be um, be a part of a contingent that's gone over. Um, this summer was my fourth time um, uh, going over. Uh, we spent some time in uh, uh, in Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, and this this particular time uh, we we stayed at Kuwait. But uh, uh, some of those folks have become really, really close friends of mine, and. One of the uh, first texts I got was uh, from a, um, a sergeant that uh, uh, congratulated me. Just a phenomenal guy, and and uh, again, um, Scott, I don't I don't want to uh, belabor the point, but but uh, you know the sacrifices, the commitment, um, and it's it's selfless. You know, it, it's really for the betterment of of us, and um, it 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 really really is is. Uh, um, something that we should honor every day not just one day that's uh it's well said very well said coach and i appreciate that you continue to, to make those trips so I, you got a tournament this weekend and we want people to get out to owings mills gymnasium uh two games on friday you guys play york from new york at eight in the second game notre dame and immaculata in the first game and then two games again on saturday afternoon so we like that in-season tournament but please tell me that you're with me that what the NBA doing is is doing is just the dumbest thing, and it makes no sense whatsoever, and there is no reason it, it is as comical as I think it is. You know, it's interesting about that, Glenn. Um, I fancy myself as a guy that is kind of in tune to, to basketball and all levels, and, and I, I, for the life of me, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to look at this from 30,000 feet, and, and I echo your sentiments. So I, I'm, I'm not sure... I understand who even came up with it and then who signed off on it. Yeah. <laughs> it just, uh, I, I don't get it. I keep I, thinking I really to myself, if they just announced tomorrow that it was, I wouldn't even make fun of them over it. If they just announced tomorrow that like, hey, we, we it, it never happened. Pretend like it never happened. I'd be on board. I would say we will, we will absolutely go back to a world where this never happened because it is as dumb as dumb gets. But 
in-season tournaments are okay at the college level because they are for different reasons to get games. Sure. That's the reason why sure. we do this. And I know that you guys have always wanted to host events, and it's a good opportunity for you guys this weekend. It's... It really is. It's an opportunity for us to play in front of our st- students and alumni and, and fans and parents and staff. It's also an opportunity for us to invite teams from different regions and different conferences so we get a, um, an in-season, early in-season feel for um, teams and, and we can follow those teams throughout the year and so we have a better feel for, for how they're doing in relationship to who they play. Um, so there's great benefits to it and, and our kids love it. Uh, I think it's awesome. I can't wait to be there. I got. I will be there on Saturday. I'm sicking uh, Gary Stein on you on Friday night, so uh, you get an upgrade for one night. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love and it. And then I'll be I out there it. on Saturday uh, again. Six uh, <laughs> six and eight p.m. with Stevenson playing at eight on uh, Friday night, and then two and four p.m. on Saturday. Coach, congratulations. Uh, looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Thank you as always taking the time for us and go get them this season. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Coach. Coach Gary Stewart from Stevenson with us here on GCR. Uh, did, okay, so we didn't talk about the Draymond. Did you Did you see the Draymond I did. Thing? He's insane. Could I'm you, the only guy that likes the in-season tournament, by the way. What? Okay, first of all, hang on. I got to say this. Today's show brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, Toyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out Toyota.com for deals and new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. What? I'm the only guy. What? I like the court. They could do that for any game. I like it. They could put a here's goofy looking and, court and, down. And here's for why any, I, I like it. Eyesore, it's the way. nature of unintended consequences. The 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 NBA is the most dreadful regular season of all the sports. I, I agree with that. It's awful, and it can't be fixed. And this year's no, F ain't fixing. I, I don't know Shorten about the that. Season, maybe. Yeah, that maybe. Yeah. Well, they're not doing. My that. Pelicans won last but night, but they're not You're, doing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got in. You know, we raised 150 bucks for helping up Mission on the in-season tournament. We did a, we did I like a, it. a, a, a pool. I like it. What I, do you really like do. about it? I just like the There's fact nothing that, different. that a Wednesday night game in January will have some degree it, of it importance. Won't. This, the tournament is over in the second week of December. You're wrong. Whatever it is. I mean, I'm just it's saying. One month. I, I, I like it. You, you're just saying. You don't actually like anything about it. I do. I just think it's. Who's playing? That's <laughs> you have no idea. There I just, is nothing to like about it. I'm just kind of picking something the, that you like. I understand and going that. Against you. No, I like it. No, you don't. I like the courts. The courts, fine. The Pacers. So pick court. six games a year the and Pacers. Pick, court I actually don't like awesome. the courts. I think the courts are. They look awful. Well, I LeBron gen- needs the money. That that's a good point. <laughs> How's he going to survive on? LeBron said 500 grand Brilliant. got 500. Do you see what LeBron said? What 500 500 grand. Got me interested. Yeah, that would be like me saying to you, right. five dollars got my got my blood going." <laughs> sure, he's so worried about five hundred thousand. That's what we said when we did this pool. Griffin's all mad about the teams that he got. I'm like, I don't know who's going to care about this. Are we? I don't know who's avoid, actually going to. We're going to avoid the white elephant room. I don't know what you think the white elephant in the room uh, is. My terps struggling. <laughs> they are your terps. That's your your Str- a number one fan struggling. Yeah, they're not. It's not good. Although Villanova stinks too. So, you see, Villanova lost to Penn. Uh, I did. Hakeem Hart's playing for them. Yeah, Hakeem Hart plays for them. What was their coach paying attention? Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, Maryland could actually. That's the sad part. Maryland I can might use, be able to him. use him. No one can make a shot. Trade him for Donta Scott. 
it was bad, man. Oh my it's gosh, bad. it's bad. Every year we kept saying like, "Thought this guy, that guy, he could really take a step forward. Maybe he could be on the NBA radar." No, he's not on Maryland's radar at this no, point. It's bad dude. It is bad. Maryland, it's as simple as either They'll the freshman, either the fr- well, you say that they'll, they'll be, be fine, fine if these the two freshmen. They'll if, be fine. You keep saying that. They Harris going to be five hundred in the conference. It's, maybe, maybe they should be. I mean, they should be. But here's the thing: when they lose these games, I, I I know it's not an exact science, but now the quest to get to twenty wins starts to be yeah, it gets now, it gets hairy. Now 100%. you got to start doing the math. It gets of, hairy. Yes. Mm, well, if we if we lose I, two in the conference, we shouldn't. Here's the the real issue with it is more esoteric than anything else. The real issue with losing these two games. We're not losing to UAB in basketball. That's a great point. Not going to do that. Trent Dilfer's really got things turned around down yeah, there. So. Not losing. I mean, I could see them. I. Oh, no, I can't see him losing to Davidson either. Davidson either. So no, Davidson. can't see that. Well, I mean, Steph Curry. He's good, man. He's good. They actually beat Steph Curry when he was at Davidson. Um, Loyola didn't, but they tried. <laughs> they tried like hell. If you don't remember, uh, Jimmy Pazzo's triple-teamed Steph Curry. Really? Triple yeah, it was hilarious. Him. It was one of the most comical displays of basketball I've ever seen in my life. They lost yeah. 60 to 40. Yeah. Instead um, of 102 to 71. exactly right. He'll tell you still today he thinks it was the right decision. <laughs> so the Maryland issue, this probably won't be what keeps them out of the tournament. That would more likely be what happens in the conference play. And it, it not like either one of these games is going to be such a quality win that it that missing out on it, like you really rue the fact that you missed the chance to beat Davidson. That would have gotten you a seven seed instead of a nine seed, something like that. The issue is far more esoteric. The issue is it's much harder to get somebody to come out to a game when this is the first thing they know about Maryland basketball this season. That's fine. If Maryland starts one and three, if they lose at Villanova on Friday, it's way more difficult to get the average person in this state who doesn't live you know, right there, doesn't live in Hyattsville, to say... Yeah, I want to venture out to watch them play UMBC or even some of no, these I... nondescript Big Ten teams because the taste in your mouth is they're not very good. So it's more esoteric to me. It wouldn't be all, it, it's not like beating Davidson and UAB would be terribly valuable, but it would be esoterically valuable because then people would sit around and start saying, well, you know, they're getting some wins down there. Go. Like there, yeah. there, there might be something going on, there might be a reason to pay attention. So it, it's not – it's a bummer. It's no fun that they lost those games. You certainly hope that Derek Queen wasn't making his decision based on what they were doing in the early portion of the season. Right. But it's not the end of the world because they were never going to win the national championship. If you came into this year thinking that Maryland was a Final Four team, that's on you. They weren't. He is the director of basketball operations – who? At Old Dominion University. Who are, who are we? We're playing Sports Jeopardy. He is the director of basketball operations at Old Dominion University. Well, who's the coach at Old Dominion? <laughs> Hang on a second. Now i got to think through this. Ryan Odom is at VCU now. Who's the coach at Old Dominion? Not doing a great job. The, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> do you know that? No. I mean, uh, you have no, you well, I mean Old Dominion is not on anyone's radar. I mean, uh, his... I guess they what they won a couple CAA titles. Is it? Who is the? Is it? Je- is Jeff Jones the coach at Old Dominion? He is. 
So who would be connected to Jeff Jones? Who is Dennis Wolf? Oh, that's your guy. <laughs> you love. Wasn't he somewhere else too that he popped up? He was a Virginia Tech women's coach. Is that where it was? Yeah, that one didn't. Uh, no, that didn't go. Old Dennis' so personality didn't. You love didn't, that guy. Didn't mesh with God. You love. There's no, find somebody who loves you the way that Drew loves Dennis Wolf. <laughs> you thought of that because I brought up Patsos. That's exactly why that. Right. That's how you got there. Well, I just was thinking about Patsos all was a maniac. How, and, oh, Patsos was a maniac. This. This guy made Passos right. look like look amateur. Now. Right, look tame, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's how you thought of Dennis Wolf. Drew loved Dennis Wolf, who was the coach. I mean, I went. Sat, I would go sit right behind the bench when Boston when they would come to town, and I eventually got to the point where he invited me. Remember? Right. Come on by, Drew. You would always ask to put him on the show. Like, dude, you got to get him on the show this week. And I'd be like, well, the Ravens are playing this week. I don't care. Like, nope. Like, Drew, it's a playoff game. They're in the AFC Championship game. He's like, we're talking to Dennis Wolf, baby. That's my buddy from um, George Mason, Paul Hewitt. Yeah, he liked After Paul. Paul got canned from Georgia Tech. Paul, Paul Hewitt was a good guest. Paul though, was a great guest. He was a really good guest. That was What's the he shame doing of it all. Another, another, another name. You know, we had. Uh, were you in the morning that we had Lomas on recently? That no, made me but happy. I saw your. Oh, it made me happy, right? Ugh. Like every time, Such every a good guy. every time he would say hey, good morning up, to Drew. Him. Yep, every time it would just put a smile. What are you on doing, my face. Glenn and Drew? Lomas was one of my favorites, man. Paul Hewitt. Uh, I don't know what Paul Hewitt's doing these days. Oh, what is oh, what's Paul Hewitt doing? He's not coaching, is he? You bet your rear end he's coaching. Where's he coaching? Tell me it's at pace. Tell me he took the... Better net. Hang on. Where would Paul Hewitt be? He's at LIU. No. Way better than that. Way better? Where did Paul Hewitt end up? Is he the head coach? (laughs) Paul Hewitt is at... Mm -hmm. He's at... God. Valdosta State. No, it's D3. Way He's at there, Radford. Oh, Canada. Oh. Okay. Our home and right. native land. Right. True patriot. He is at Ontario University. O- Ontario University. Well, I hear they're good. That's when you know, like, that's when you know it's time. You to know what? You know what? Question Griffin got. So I, uh, my, team won, my team won trivia this week. Okay. Uh, and I, I, all the sports. There were a lot of sports questions this week. I'll give them to you because this is a popular okay. segment yesterday. I'll get them right. Uh, I think you'll do okay. The one that Griffin got wrong that I was alarmed by. Okay. Well, I made. I'm not. No, you won't. What's the name of the trophy they give to the winner of the uh, CFL? Oh, the Grey Cup. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't come up with it right away. God. You got that wrong. Okay. I mean, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't bad. think of it. I mean, I knew it was bad. No, you didn't know, but that's okay. Great. There Nobody have, cares about Canadian football. There have only been five teams to have been ranked number one in the poll in college football since 2015. What are the five teams? Ranked number one since 2015. That's yes. a telling stat, right? Yeah. A lot of parody in college football. Clemson? Yes. Drives me nuts when people say Clemson. Clemson. Instead of like Ta- a Z. Like Talzin. Talzin. Scott still does it. Pat Kennedy used to do it. He I coached know. there. I know. Talzin. Talzin. I'm like, Pat, you... I know you're. I know you're already planning on where you're going to go next. Right. It's Towson. Well, he ended up at Pace. Towson. <laughs> That's where. Towson. Used to come in. He couldn't get the job at the University the, of Ontario. The best part. The best thing about Pat. Pat yeah. would come in every year at the tournament oh, because Towson would never make yeah. it. And, uh, and he would have the this right. book full of stats. Yep. Pat would come in for a three-hour segment. This is this is how we actually were better than all these. With teams. this book yeah. of stats, yeah. he'd give oh. you his final. I put an alarm for get a Thanksgiving pizza. Oh, son of a. Yes, thank you. <laughs> he'd put he'd put his f- 
switched, he put his tournament bracket down on the table and said, let's go through the games. That's Pat nice. would get to the final eight. He'd never have one of the Not final one. eight. <laughs> Not one. When the thing, all the dust settled, Pat would go 0 for 8. Yeah. And in the Sweet 16, he might go 4 for 12. I feel like you're being awfully hard on the guy. I, no. I think Pat would go 0 for 8. Be, None of Pat's 8 final. He loved final. us, though. <laughs> he loved us. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Clemson. Yep. Georgia. Griffin also missed one of these. Well, but, I got it. No, no, you didn't. You missed one. No, I got you it. You guessed 20 other teams yeah. before you Clemson, got it. Georgia, yes. Alabama. Yes. All right, that's three. Yep. I think I'm better. Because I got four right away. Okay, well, give me a second. All Clemson, right. Georgia, Alabama. Um, <laughs> Ohio, Ohio. I might have gotten one. Ah, congratulations. Ah, Ohio State. Ohio State. Yes. Yes, yeah. Correct. Okay. There's a fifth. Ma- it's not, Mar- not Maryland. Not quite. <laughs> not, Maryland. not quite. Okay. Um... Mm-hmm. This is the one that this is the one that Griffin missed too, for what it's worth. Oh, okay. I got it. No, you didn't. Stop making things up. I, I did look at they Loyola did not allow Steph Curry to score. Yeah, they did a re- great job against. They lost by. 30. Oh, son of a bitch! You got you got kicked out. Yes. I guess I should have tried at the same time. God damn it! I had it. It was in the cart. <sighs> Sorry. Oregon. Oh really? What if I told you you should have thought of this as there are. Five teams that have won national championships since then. Wasn't fair. I, you made me guess longer than I know. I we already did this segment. But if I told you that you told me earlier that you wanted him as your quarterback for the next eight years. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. LSU. Oh yes, is the other one. LSU is the other one. And then uh, there are two presidents that have been enshrined in athletic halls of fames. One, well, you know the one. One is in the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, like okay. amateur wrestling. Okay. The other is in the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, Trump, and then who else? Trump is the, of course, the correct answer. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Trump and, and I, that's the one I got. I didn't get the other one. I didn't get the wrestling one. Um, and the wrestler would be Eisenhower. Uh, it was uh, that was one of my guesses. It was uh, Abraham Lincoln. Should have wrestled. Should have wrestled John Wilkes Booth <laughs> before we shot him. Okay. Trump's in there, huh? Hall of yeah. Famer. Trump's a Hall of Famer, baby. <laughs> Jersey boss. That actually makes all the sense uh, in the world yeah. because he promoted the fights, right? Like they brought tons of fights to Atlantic City, and nothing and about him at, is a Hall of Famer. I, I agree with that, but it does goof. make sense that they he brought money and helped the boxers, and so right. they enshrined him because Hall of, of Famer. It. I know he ain't a Hall of Fame golfer. Probably not. Too handicap. You telling me that? I was gonna say Trump's a great golfer. He's a joke. He's won the club championship like a yeah. hundred straight years. Yeah, because <laughs> no one will play with him because he cheats. Oh god! All right, uh, Griffin, tell everybody what's going on at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Uh, over at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, if luck wasn't on your side in a recent bet, like maybe Kansas was supposed to win by uh, seven and they only won by five last night. Yeah. Well, you can go over to the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland and turn those losses into winning opportunities with the second chance to win promotion between now and January 4th, 2024. All Live Casino and Hotel Maryland rewards members will be able to enter their losing bet slips into the second chance to win drum 
And then two nights a week, 20 different winners will be chosen. Prizes ranging from live casino and hotel Maryland apparel, sports and social ultimate happy hour prizes, plus cash and free play worth up to $500. Drawings will be held every Thursday and Monday over at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. Right. Adderall Mills, must be 21. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLING. Well, I did get the benefit of a LaSalle, a late LaSalle bucket last night. To mm-hmm. cover eleven and a half, well, I'm be- not saying anything. <laughs> you better not be. An- oh, you think I'm not saying a word? Quest- no, no, no. I'm just saying like I got the. Usually, I'm on the bad end of those. Yeah, right. And oh. I'm bad mouthing everybody. What I'm saying is, you think there was anything shady about that? No, okay. I just got the benefit of. It. All right, like, got, all right. I've got another. Th- this is a, this, so you know, Iowa under in football, over in basketball. Yeah, go. They don't play a lick of defense. Okay, and they score with everybody. All right, uh, that game went way. The over was one sixty five against Creighton. Yeah, yeah, and it went I, way over. Shut up! I fell victim of that one too. <laughs> you took the um, over. <laughs> and and um, what is wrong? With you? you guys have problems. One eight hundred gambling. Help my gambling problem dot org. I mean, if you can't, Charlie Eckman always used to say this: if you can't bet on bet on it, why are you interested in it? I have another question: why are you interested in it? Because you can bet on it. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, yes. Oh, it, it was a gambling-related thing. I'm just trying to remember what, what happened. Besides the fact that Ovechkin cost me un- enough to go on a cruise. Um, something happened also last night that... I'm trying to remember who it was that was playing. And I'm, Oh, oh, oh. I took an early buyout last night that actually worked out for me. They almost always fail. Yeah. I, actually, I took one last night. I actually love cashing. Yeah, I'm the cash out king. Oh, you are? Because it's like. So have you like, ever done a study on it? I feel like I'm stealing money. Have right? you ever like, done a study on it? No, I don't want to. I don't want to know what. You, you, I don't want to. No, oh, I know okay. the, the numbers aren't. The numbers don't work. But it's like, you mean to tell me I can get off this ride right now? You mean to tell me that I don't have to feel like this anymore? And I'm I'm getting money? So I had a go ahead three-way hockey minus one and a half last night that hit the first two hit and i had dallas and did dallas play anaheim last night they played they won i know it was a close no game. they played phoenix they played arizona yeah, yeah dallas was minus one and a half i had um st louis minus one and a half and i had pittsburgh i mean uh, no sorry i had um um winnipeg maybe no 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 the late game florida by the way i got bad uh, i got bad news for you John Proctor just said, I'm not one to give Forrester credit for anything, but he's correct about chestnut praline. Add an extra shot of espresso and it's even better. So now how do you feel about yourself knowing that you like the same product that John Proctor likes? No. Not. Last time he goes to the no, S-Bucks. Correct, S-Bucks. He's never going there no, again. Not much. Anyway, yeah. so Dallas is up 2-1. Wasn't Florida. It was somebody else. Anyway, Dallas is up 2-1. to one, And... The third period starts. He cash out, and I put a i I had twenty in to win like two sixty. Okay, they offer me eighty bucks at the start of the third period. They offer me eighty dollars, and I'm like, this is just not. And this has become my mentality because mm-hmm. I'm usually a five dollar, ten dollar, twenty dollar guy max. Yep, max. The bet I just told you about the. The big yeah, one was yeah. the only one I went kind of nuts on. and But anyway, I I say to myself, it's you only invested $5 or $10, and they're offering you 38 If you don't win it, who cares? But last night, 
I invested twenty bucks. They're offering me an eighty-four. Like that's a, a four-time return on my investment. I, I'm yes. like, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm not passing up on this. But then I'm thinking, but Arizona's terrible, and Dallas is really good at home. Just hang in. It's mm-hmm. two to one, mm-hmm. and the worst case scenario is it stays two one to those two minutes to go. And then, then they pull the goalie. Yep. Then they pull the oh. goalie, and then I sit there like a maniac, yep. waiting for an empty net goal to be scored. Mm-hmm. What happened? Cash out. Oh, you did it. And where'd it go from and, there? And it paid off. Arizona won in overtime. No, the no, uh, lost Dallas didn't. Oh, win Dallas won in overtime. overtime. Arizona tied it. Arizona actually went ahead. And Dallas scored late yeah, to tie it, and then, they and won then four, Dallas won, they won overtime. four three in right. overtime. Yep. So, so look at you. One of the rare. That's why. Cash outs. That's why I always. I to me, it's I don't really want to go through this. I I can make money, and I don't have to go through this the rest of the night. Right. Okay. You yeah, got but it. you got. I it. think if you did the research. Oh no, one hundred percent. You're not getting. You're yeah. gonna find out. Yes. More times than not, it, your it, bet held. It benefit that it benefits the house for sure. The house wins when you cash out. But it's so do you. It's correct. a win-win. To me, it's just I want off this ride. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't. When I made this bet, how, my life was good. And then all of a sudden. How many times in the last 12 months, and the over-under on this is 37 and a half. That, that's the betting total, mm-hmm. 37 and a half. How many times in the last 12 months do you think I have said, I'm not doing this anymore? Yep, 100%. I'm done. <laughs> I got to stop. I got a problem. Are you telling me that Monmouth just scored 54 <laughs> points in the first half? 100%. Are you telling you see, me that's true? You see, so Zeno tweeted about it. Uh, he had the Wizards team total over on what Monday when they only scored one point in the fourth quarter. Oh, right. And, Against oh, Toronto. They scored one point Toronto. in the fourth. They, had, they were at like 106. I think Zeno needed like 108 for them to go over. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That didn't, check Zeno's Twitter. and. It, the Wizards scored one point in a quarter. Oh, it was. Uh, I think it was like the final s- seven or eight. Yeah, minutes. it's something like that. They were yeah. up twenty three. They were, were twenty three. It was they were on the wrong side of like a twenty four to one run or something mm-hmm. like. I mean, it was it was unbelievable against the Raptors. I mean, and lost. Just, yes, they actually scored sixteen points for the quarter, so oh, it's okay. not. But like they ended they uh, a twenty one run, twenty one one yeah, run. There it is. They were outscored twenty one to one to end the game, and they lost <laughs> one eleven to one oh seven. And I can't tell you how many times Mark Zeno bet on it. I can't tell you how many times I have <laughs> pushed betting on the Wizards. That's I, on him. Well, team t- team total Wizards over, you know, not. Yeah. I, don't I can't know, tell you how many times I've pushed myself away from the computer and said, "I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not watching the first half of Miami, Ohio, and Kent State play basketball because I've got 62 and a half as the score, and and someone hits a three pointer at the buzzer." If you go and look at these obscure conferences, and I'll just use the MAC as an example because I follow that a lot, you would be out of your mind at the first half betting totals. Oh, sure. And how many times? By the way, they're within a point. That this this guy bets on that. He what? bets on on the what? MAC. Uh, I'm oh, yeah, saying Bowling Green last night. Come on. I'm saying. Okay. Right. So, so here's the answer. It was 106 to 92 with. Like seven minutes left, five or six. Yeah, seven minutes left. Okay. 106 to 92 with seven minutes left. And Zinno said he played the team total at over 109 and a half. With seven minutes left. And didn't hit it. With with five minutes left, they had 107 points. And he scored another basket. Unbelievable. And scored another point. Yeah. 
But you one eleven one oh seven. Go look tonight or when when whenever they play. Go look at the first half totals of the MAC. All right. That are that the lines are out and they get and it's sixty one and a half when they play in the conference. Right. So Bowling Green plays Kent State or Bowling Green plays Central Michigan or they play whoever it is in the conference. And it's sixty one and a half. The the freaking score will be either thirty two thirty or thirty one thirty at the half. Go look at it and follow it. It's unreal how these people know exactly what the score is going to be. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. unbelievable. That's amazing. And I always say when I'm on the bad end of it, I'm not I'm just not doing this anymore. I'm just not. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, all right. When we come back right. in, we'll get a tidbit. We'll That's get to He's going to keep doing it. Let's make it abundantly clear. He's going to keep doing it. <laughs> well, I did it today. I know. Yeah. We'll come back in. We'll get a tidbit. And tidbit. This game's going on Drew, right now. Yeah, Drew can tell us what he bet on tonight. When we come back in, it's Glenn Clark Radio. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Todd Karpovich profiles the Orioles' survivors. Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, and Ryan Mancastle, who all came from the previous regime but stuck through tough times to be key pieces in guiding the franchise back to prominence. Also inside, we remember the iconic Brooks Robinson with tributes from Jim Henneman and myself, Stan the Fan Charles, and a trip down memory lane to remember the most significant moments of his career. Plus, we meet players from college basketball programs around the state. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Visit Hartford County. Gear up for the holidays by supporting local with Small Business Saturday on November 25th. Take in the dazzling sights of the season with a Ledoux Christmas at Ledoux Topiary Gardens. Enjoy holiday lights, sing along the holiday songs, reserve a carriage ride, and sit on Santa's lap in Bel Air's Winter Wonderland happening every Saturday from November 25th until December 16th. Nothing sparks that holiday joy quite like a festive parade. Head to visitharford.com and click on Events to to see the full list of parades and so much more. In Maryland, you're welcome. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on, where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Costas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasInn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas in at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. 
Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at Baltimore.org slash hotels. Don't forget about Project Game Day after every Ravens game this season. It's kind of like this show, except Rita's also there, so I actually think it's pretty good. But hey, you're already here now, so why don't you go ahead and keep listening to GCR. Are you a cruise guy, Forrester? You uh, you, have, you go on cruises? You've been on cruises? No. Oh, no. You're a cruise guy. I'm, I've been on one, and I'm going on another one in January. No, I'm good. Nice. Um, it's it, this one's this one's actually. If you like them, though, whatever floats your boat. Right? My parents are cruise people. That's like okay. what they're doing, which is fine. Like I wasn't expecting them to send give me any money anyway. You know what I mean? Like I hope that they're enjoying right. their late years and you know doing everything that I love it. <laughs> they're cruise COVID people. COVID is killing me. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tough. Mm. I thought you got uh, the extra shots. I thought, <laughs> I thought you can't get rid there. of this cough. Yeah, right. That's rough. You joke about that. We had somebody here that was dealing with it not that long ago. Oh jeez. <laughs> Um, all right, so tell me, I, I'm not a cruise guy, but I went on one last summer because my parents wanted me to go, and we're going on another one next year. Okay. And then tell me if this would be, because I just saw this floating around. This cruise is called the 90s Cruise. Features live music on the boat from Blues Traveler. Yes. Collective Soul. Yes. The Gin Blossoms. Yes. Everclear. Yes. Fastball. Oh, no. I like them, actually. Lisa Loeb. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, the rest of them are kind of, you know, nothing. You're you're on the same cruise as them? Yes, they're on the cruise and performing. Yes. yes. What's not to like about I'm it? I'm all in on this thing. You're I'm sure. trying to convince. Mrs. Clark has no interest in Well, her. don't take her. I, you know what? That's a great point. Don't Just take her at all. Go by myself. Well, no. Take a man. Take oh. a man? <laughs> take no, a, take a man. Oh, a man. Sorry. I was supposed to say that. I don't think there was ever an Amanda. I, I got to think about that for a I second. I want to read you a headline real quick. Oh, you got something? Is yeah. it a story of the year candidate? It might be. All right. It could be. Did you hear about the. <laughs> I can't no, even think I'm going to say this on the air. Don't. You hear about the female pool player? No. Female pool player forfeits tournament final when she discovers she's facing a trans opponent. A, a pool player? Mm hmm. The hell? No. What, I what is the advantage supposed to be? Not playing. In pool? Yep. You're trans. I'm not playing. What is... This is genuine. Now, I, now I will say... Hang on. This is a genuine question. This comes from Breitbart, and you never know. Uh, they, I mean, they're obviously, they're leaning a certain way. I get it. But, like, do they have different men's and women's pool championships? I, I just genuinely don't know that. I remember Jeanette Lee being a superstar, but was she just competing against women or did she compete against men too? I, I don't think I realized what would the reason be that they would have different men's and women's... I mean, I guess you could say that men have more strength for, like, breaking them. Full credit and great respect to my sister, Lynn, for taking a stand and not playing in the biggest match of her pool-playing life because she feels it's unfair to have to compete against a trans woman. Man, this is a complicated discussion in general, and I don't really feel like it's one that I have any interest in delving into the waters to because, like, you see these stories with wrestling and boxing. I, I don't really have much of a con. But this is pool. What am I missing here? It does look like there are different events. So there's a WPBA. But why? Pool. 
Why are there different? Like, do, are there well, women's ma- pro billiard association? I'm, again, I'm but not again, trying, what's the I'm like? Trying. We can understand the swimming. Yes, we can understand Track and field, golf, all those things. Like, yes, I, I can't understand tennis pool. What? What is? The, are there different men's and women's video game tournaments? Honest to God, question. I don't. Think do they have? So. Do men's video game players compete against other men and women compete against other women? I, I, I don't understand. Why there would need to be men's and women's brackets in pool? Like, is there? Am I missing something? I, I'm as flabbergasted as you are. I don't understand it. Like in pool, but it's a heck of a headline. It is a heck of a headline. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other sports where there wouldn't need to be, where you wouldn't seem like there's any sort of advantage for males. Did you see the field hockey thing? What was the field hockey thing? Where the dude played because they didn't have a. He played. Uh-huh. He's not. He's not trans. He's just a dude. He played uh-huh. because he said, I'm allowed to play. There's no male field hockey. He played. Well, there was a story. You didn't see there, the story? No, there been he, story, but there was a story like that years ago. There no, was this story, was just two weeks ago. Reason? Okay. He hit the ball and hit the girl in the face and knocked her teeth out. That doesn't seem great. I can yeah. understand why in sport, I can understand in certain sports why there would be male and female competitions. I don't understand why there would need to be. In pool. I don't get that at all. What I It's pool. Not either. You're playing pool. She, she said no. Not playing. What about like horseshoes? Or they have men's and women's horseshoes competitions? Like it's the same distance that I know of. Isn't the answer to all of this to create their own division? I don't think that there's enough. I don't think there would be enough. Trans- there will gen- be though, right? Uh, probably at some point. In but twenty years, maybe. Wouldn't you just let them play against one another? Maybe. I mean, wouldn't that be the fairest? Wouldn't that be the yeah, way to do it without I, any controversy? I, I get. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answer. I can't. I can't pretend like I have the. Answer. I, look, so I you, think it's a very well, difficult. No, wouldn't that? Would, it, it, let's pretend that you have a pool of. A, but, we're, a, but we're debating science now. Like how yeah. far along are some people in their transition versus other people? Right, and it's still an inherent okay, but, advantage but for some on. people whose but testosterone wait, no, no, no. rates are above others. Okay, but to lump everyone. You, you have, you have a hundred swimmers. I understand. 16 of them identify themselves as a transgender. Uh-huh. Why, why wouldn't you just put those 16 together? Because those those people could be in different parts of their transition. Well, where are you going to put them then? I, that, they're trying to figure they're trying to use science, which we're not very I good at. I just gave in you this the country. answer. It's not the answer because somebody could be further along and there could still be a wild advantage for one person who, you know, because their testosterone is at a certain level versus someone who's not as far along in that transition. So by science, they're trying to figure it out, which, again, we've got a problem addressing science in this country. You know who's going to fix it? Yeah. You know, your boy. He's going he's gonna to fix it. Yeah, he's going to fix everything. Next November. Only he. Next, Only he. Next November. It, I've heard. Only he. Let's get a tidbit. tidbit. Oh, Griffin's got to leave today. Yeah. Uh, tidbit. Oh, he's got to leave? I don't, know. He's, I don't know. He's cheating on us or something. He's got a, a tidbit is brought to you by your local Toyota go. dealer. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, I gotta go. Tidbit, brought to you by your local Toyota dealer. Buy at Toyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Tyrese Halliburton had another game with uh, no turnovers. He scored 33, had 15 assists. What uh, team does Tyrese Halliburton play for? It's very good. This is the guy this that loves the NBA in-season tournament. Is this NBA? Yes, he's an NBA player. Big win last night. Don't get, don't help him too much. Well, I mean, probably Portland sounds nah, like. not Portland. Guess again. We'll see how long it takes. <laughs> Philadelphia. Nope. Played against Philadelphia. No, oh, last night? Oh, Indiana. Oh, he Griffin plays for Indiana. Sorry, I thought no, I, he plays for Indiana. 
He plays for Indiana. Sorry. Thanks a lot, Griffin. Well, anyways, the I first knew he player. Played for Indiana. No, you didn't. You guessed Portland and Philadelphia. But then I guessed Indiana. After Griffin told you who they played because you bet on the game last night. I did not know who the fuck. Go. Um, sorry. He had 25 and 17 and no turnovers Why on Sunday. Why can't you ever keep it in I your... Know. How are you, like, I you meet go. a young lady, go, oh, goodbye, drewsmorningdish.com. You meet a young lady, you bring her back. You start talking about sports. Right, like. You just start giving all the. How does, how does, does she say, like, whoa, whoa, tiger, slow down a little bit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind like, if maybe we had dinner. You just can't, you're just dying. Say Indiana, it's the team in Indianapolis. It's the team. It's the team. Re- Reggie right, Miller. Right, we'll do it again. We'll do it again next week. We'll come next up with another week. player. Yeah, a a well-known basketball know, player. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so he's the first player with 25 and 15 assists and zero turnovers in consecutive games uh, ever to, to have no turnovers while How having 25 that? and 15 uh, since individual turnovers were first tracked back in 1977. Uh, also last night, the Timberwolves and the Warriors game. Uh, it is the first game since the NBA-ABA merger to have three different starters ejected before either team scored a point. This was, of course, after uh, Draymond put uh, Gobert in a head- headlock, and, yes. and Clay had his jersey ripped um, off. Unbelievable. And, uh, it's performative F. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, all right, I got two MLB award ones. Let's go with, uh, since manager of the year was last night, um, uh, Hyde became the ninth manager to win manager of the year without playing in, the, in Major League Baseball. Can you name the other eight managers? <sighs> The other eight. It's very unique. Man. Yeah, it's it's almost impossible. Say it again while I think about right. it. Managers, there have been nine manager of the year yes. winners who did not play yeah. in Major League Baseball. This comes from Sarah Langs on Twitter. It requires Brandon me to Hyde it, was it, the, the nine. The problem is, it requires me to know who won manager of the year, and no right, one knows get, uh, who won. No, eh, settle uh, down again. Keep it in your pants. What? What you, you're whining about it and now? I'm, I, I I don't think it's a great lit or a great thing, but it didn't play at the major league level. Correct. Man, didn't play at the major league level. Did Buck play at the major league level? That is correct. Buck did not. So yes. Uh, so yes, Buck won four times, manager of the year. Did not play. I don't know that I'm gonna because it just requires me to know who won manager of the year. That's the right. real problem. Well, like, I'm I'm just trying to think of managers who didn't play at the major league level, right? So like we know, for example, we know Joe Torre's not on the list because he played at the major mm-hmm. league level. We know that. Joe Girardi's not on the list. We know Aaron Boone's not on the list. We know Terry Francona's not on the list. We know... I don't know if Charlie... Man- Did Charlie Manuel play at the major league level? Um, I'm not sure. Manager of the year. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. Bobby Cox played in the majors. Bobby Cox is not on the list, yeah. Alex Cora, of course, played in the majors. This guy was a three-time manager of the year. Three-time manager of the year. Won it twice in the 90s. And then once, and then with a different team in 2006. And a different team in 2006. Jim Leland. Jim Leland. Jim Leland. Jim Leland. Three-time manager played, of the year. Never, never played. played. Yeah. Another three-time manager of the I year. I knew that, but that makes sense. Yeah. The three-time manager of the year. Man. 
three-time manager of the year. Sparky played. I don't know if Sparky was ever manager of the year because they didn't bring the award around right. until. It's the other difficult part about yes. it. Uh, God, did Bobby Valentine play in the majors? Uh, Bobby Valentine's not on the list. So, don't know. Did he? Maybe. Uh, he won, so this guy was three-time manager of the year, twice uh, in 08 and 2011, and then with a different team in Oh, Joe Madden. Joe Madden. Joe Madden. 2015, one with the Cubs. Three-time manager of the year. Yeah, Joe Madden. Uh, the Marlins manager, and when they won in... McKeon. Yep. Jack McKeon. He was the second... I did, I did not know he didn't play in the majors. And the second year of this award in 1984, the Cubs manager. So both the Marlins managers that won. That's pretty interesting. Uh, the cu- the second... Wait, say that again? The, uh, the, the second year of the award in 1984. I don't remember who was the Cubs manager in 84. Jim Frey. Sure. Uh, Red Sox is it Fry? Yeah. Red Sox in '86. McNamara. McNamara, and okay. then it, the this was the National League Manager of the Year in '18, and then also the National League Manager of the Year in '19. Two different. There were two different managers, but it was in 2018 and 2019. Snicker. Brian Snicker. Final name on this list. Yeah, 2019. I didn't remember who won this one. He was friend of the show. Well, not friend of the show, but. Been on the program. He's been on the program recently. Oh, why? Who we have had yeah. on? Oh God. Oh, um, out in uh, San Diego, uh, Mike Schilt. Mike yeah, Schilt. Mike Schilt. Yes. Mike Schilt. Mike Schilt in 2019 with the Cardinals. One I wouldn't have gotten that if we hadn't. You hadn't mentioned that he had been on the show. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. That was a. Jeez. I went with that one over instead. I guess I should have gone with. So Schumacher became the eighth manager to win in his first year. Would it, you think that would have been better? No. <laughs> it just requires me to know who won manager of the year. And yeah. I, it's what I said. Like, it, Nobody knows who won manager yeah, of the year. Yeah. It's just not. So that was the point of this tidbit to prove your point. They, there you go. Yeah. You sold it well. That's what I was, I've been trying to say for a couple of days. Like, We just don't think of man. We treat it as a major award. And it is a major award in Major League Baseball. But we just don't treat it that way in how we measure managers by championships. That's what we know of managers. All right, Tubular brought to you by... Ooh, it's brought to you by your local Toyota dealer. No, we did that one, right? Yes, we have. We, it's brought to you by Superbook. Correct. Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app. When you do, you'll receive up to $250 in a same-day first bet match, win or lose, but only if you use the code GlennClark23 when you sign up. Local hoops tonight. Loyola's at home against Binghamton, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Coppins at Louisville at 7 on ESPN+. Plus. Morgan's at Fresno State at 10.30 on the Mountain West Network. Not really any good non-conference. Uh, Georgetown Rutgers at 8.30 on Fox Sports 1, but Georgetown stinks. So. And Rutgers lost to Princeton earlier. Yeah, not, uh, not really. Not really. Uh, Maction tonight, Central Michigan, Ohio at 7 on ESPNU. Buffalo, Miami, Ohio at 7 on ESPN2. With Rocky Boy. That's right. Mavs Wizards at 7 on Monumental. ESPN's got Celtics Sixers at 7.30. Kings Lakers at 10. TNTS Flyers Hurricanes at 7.30. Islanders Canucks at 10. ATP Finals continue on the Tennis Channel. MLB Network's got the Cy Young Award announcements at 6 o'clock. And TBS for AEW Dynamite tonight at 8. Anything non-sports-wise? Uh, new episode of Survivor. Celebrity Jeopardy's going to have Macaulay Culkin. On uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Sure. Along with Rachel Dratch and Becky Lynch. That's very random. <laughs> sure, why not? Colbert's going to have Paul Giamatti because of uh, the holdover. Yeah, holdover. Everybody says it's really, yeah, it does, really it good. Yeah, it did look good. I it did look good. I, yeah, I want to yeah. check it out as well. Uh, Taika Watiti will be on Fallon because of uh, Next Goal Wins. Oh, um, yeah. That comes up Friday. I do trust Taika Watiti. Mm-hmm. This one, it looks heartfelt. Right. Right? It's a little bit different than what you would expect from Taika Watiti. Yeah. 
you're like, this is the guy that did Shadows. <laughs> like, what am I missing here? Well, he did Thor Ragnarok. And That's true. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like Ragnarok. I what? did. I know. I That's one of my it. favorite I it was great. MCU. I thought it was favorite, great. One of my favorite superhero movies. And I mean, I'm not talking about like as many people as hated um, Love and Thunder. Like, oh, everybody okay. hated yeah, Love and Thunder. Yeah. But there was like when it was the start of like the Is Marvel Falling? Was around the time of Ragnarok, and I, was I like, felt like that was are, the height. Of, that was you like guys are, no, it's definitely not that. Seventeen. But I don't know. It, you guys are drunk. I thought Ragnarok was great. I loved Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, yeah, no episode of the Santa. Apparently, Claus the new Captain Disney America Plus. movie is they're having to like completely rewrite it and like reshoot, mm. and it's a disaster. Jeez, yeah. I don't know what's going on yeah, over there. Um, and then on Hulu is Braun, the Impossible Formula One story, narrated by Keanu Reeves. Talks about I think Honda. Um, I mean, you know, this is for F1 people. It's not for me. Yes, it's not, for F1 people. Not for but it's me. on Hulu. All right, very good. And it's narrated by Keanu Reeves. If, uh, All right, if that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks today to uh, Drew Forrester. Thanks also to Gary Stewart from Stevenson, Rocky Boyman. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the... Oh, my God, it's so good. ...tab at glennclarkradio.com. We'll, of course, make picks tomorrow with KZ. Mike Sando from The Athletic will check in. Oh, it Stuff is not. It has been a week. It has been a week. Okay. So happens when the Ravens lose. Nobody. I don't think that's it. I, Thursday night football really does screw a lot. Yeah, of that's up. it. It's not. It's not great for our business. That's all I can say. Thursday night football is not. It's great for us as fans because we have a football game to watch. It's not great for the local market. But it is what it is. All right. Uh, thanks everybody at Pressbox. All of our great sponsors and partners, including Mother's North Grill, as well as Guilford Hall Brewery, Live Casino and Hotel. A.J. Michaels, Royal Farms, Costa Sin, Superbook Sports, Hartford County, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Loyola, Coppin, and Morgan. Duke sucks.